0: Hey, there we go.
1: Are we on the internet? The internet? Yeah, are we on there? I think we're on the. Hey, internet. what's up? This is Ultra Chen TV's Tuesday Show. I'm Ultra there David.
2: Oh, I, you better know that. James Chen.
0: Oops. And people are going to
1: be hearing that, so pause. All right, we
2: uh. Move. And pause. Oh. All right, there so I we think we're David. good. Yay. All right, welcome to the Tuesday <laughs> Show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm Ultra David. <laughs>
1: and I'm James Chen. How's everybody going? So. We have some interesting topics as you can see on the right. Buttgate. We'll talk about Buttgate.
0: Buttgate. If you guys are unaware of Buttgate, Butts. we will give you all of the juicy details. That's right. That's about right.
1: Buttgate. We'll talk about Evo 2016's game lineup.
0: Mm-hmm. Gate. Yep. Uh huh. Potential drama there. Not really, but still. Uh, we'll Maybe. also uh, not listed here, but we'll also go over a little bit of a. Uh, Laugh put out a little thing that basically talked about body, mind, and uh, heart when it comes to categorizing three kinds of fighting game players, and I thought it would be nice to kind of talk about that a little bit. That sounds interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. We got a lot of event news coming up. There were a
1: ton of events actually this yeah. this past weekend. Some super high level ones, some mm-hmm. locals, you know, some regionals.
0: And don't forget, we, we we missed the weekend because last exactly. weekend, uh, we did the Snake Eyes interview, and I was dying.
1: So. <laughs> yeah, we didn't want to get the second half of the show in there because you
2: know, rather have you live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm glad you did. <laughs> I'm, I'm alive. <laughs>
0: but uh and then lots of game news and then uh, I figured we'd add cuz we always talk about signings and all little little random things in the FGC so yep. I put a new community tactic there and ta- tag there instead of miscellaneous. All right. Which sounded kind of ghetto before, so
1: Makes sense to me? Okay. Cool. All right. All righty. Well, let's let's talk about Buttgate, James. <laughs> so, what is Buttgate? What tell is... me about Buttgate. I'll tell you about Buttgate. Buttgate was what happened when, in Street Fighter Five, it's a game that's coming up, mm-hmm. being made by Capcom, and Capcom has previously shown versions of this game. They've had a beta for it, mm-hmm. in fact, and it's been on on stream many times at mm-hmm, this point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, you know, people have gotten used to certain animations and certain graphics. Uh-huh. But it's a game in development still, right? And hasn't been released, and therefore is still changing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, people were very exasperated to find that one of the changes. Mm-hmm was that Ken is no longer smiling.
0: That's right. Yeah, Ken went from like this to like this. Yeah. And it's 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 a problem. It's tough. It's tough. But you know what, in artistic integrity, right, is at stake here. Exactly. For changing Ken's smile because everybody was sitting there fighting to maintain things how they were. You showed it to us one way and then you changed it, and obviously the internet went exploded when Ken's facial expression changed, because that's what artistic integrity is all about. How could it not have? Because that's what the issue is, Right. artistic integrity don't change what we already know.
1: As far as I am, have been made aware by many people on the internet, mm-hmm. that is what the issue is, Exactly. artistic integrity. Has- it's not the case, so people often think, when a character is created,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's not the case that it's come up by, uh, with by various humans, mm-hmm. that people put them together, that there might be um, underlying goals. Um, some of them may be pr- uh, prurient, maybe not. Mm-hmm. Um, instead, what happens when a character is created is that it simply springs out of the ground fully formed. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> it's, all, it's already uh-huh. done. Uh-huh. And so to, to change that character it's that's heresy it doesn't
0: it's terrible you you can't can't do it right once it's shown right that's it done (laughs) done you are not allowed to change once anything is shown yeah that's that's the rule of the of art of products right even though if it's shown in an admittedly unfinished form in which they've already put asterisks saying not in final form and the product final product could change you know doesn't matter.
1: As I said, they've already to, shown it. When it comes to characters, don't think of them as something that human beings created, mm-hmm. with their own biases and mm-hmm. their own goals and maybe their own interests and, and outside,
0: outside influences. You yeah. know, all sorts of things that could cause you to change decisions. Yeah, yeah. What
1: happened? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, when it comes to the actual, but, um.
0: So obviously, the biggest problem was that. Here, let's use Kenny here as a display. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so before when Armika started her old, her super animation, you know, she distinctively gave a nice little <laughs> slap on the butt right
2: here, right? Yeah.
0: But when they altered it, what they decided to do was 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 this was, was like here, here we go. Like this. Right. And then all of a sudden you just hear the sound, <laughs> and that's it. And then you get nothing else. So it's implied now, and so a lot of people were frustrated by that.
1: Yeah, frustrated <laughs> might not be the right word. Um, it seemed like there were people who were actually angry about it. It was right. a, it's a, it's a political thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it's understandable that it's a political thing after after the year that we just had year and a half <laughs> right. of um, you know. Uh, the way that women have been treated online and in the Mm -hmm. internet and in the video game industry and um, Feminism and oh, uh, boogeymen, whatever. Social justice warriors. Exactly. Woo-hoo-hoo. This 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 sort of business. Yeah. Um, it, you know, it's really no surprise that.
0: Very well done. Very well done. It's really no
1: surprise um, <laughs> that people reacted in in this way, someone, or that some of them
0: did. Someone in the chat said, "Frustrated? You mean butt hurt?"
1: <laughs> ah, yes, indeed. <laughs>
0: well played. So there you go.
1: Um, anyway, it's not. It wasn't. It wasn't a surprise, um, but I do think that it's it's stupid. Uh, On the one hand, you're totally right. It's just, it's just like don't think of it. It's not like high-minded art where like some artist was like, oh, here's I finally was able to create my masterpiece. (laughs) Oh, nobody can change it. (laughs) No, it's it's like a group of people selling a product. Right, right. And so when when the ESRB rated it a T, I think it got a teen or PG or whatever uh the PG thirteen is. I don't remember. Right. Um, they, they changed it because it's a business. Well,
0: I've even heard before, I, I don't know if there's any factual corroboration to this, but I've actually heard before that it was actually M, like they were potentially getting an M. M, wow. And then they had to tweak some stuff to get a T. Now, a lot of people are like, this doesn't make any sense, right? Why would you censor Mika's ass slap? Also, why would you censor the end of her ultra? Which I didn't even notice changed. Honestly, I didn't either. Yeah, but, but apparently they give them the Yeah, splits, I mean, right? once people printed right. it out, I saw it. Yeah. So. The thing about it is what I had said is like it might not even be just the one thing, right? Like obviously in Street Fighter 4, poison kicks you in the crotch, right? So, I mean, it's like you're already getting, you know, crotch right. crotchdical harm and stuff like that, right? And and here's the thing, right? So why is this Mika thing so bad? And I was like, well, you look at the movie industry. Let's take a look at the movie industry. You can say the F word in a movie and still get a PG-13 rating. Right. As long as you only say it once and as long as it's not mother-effer, basically, okay. right? Okay. So those are the two caveats. If you say Uh, it more than once, it's R-rated film automatically. Or if you say mf -er, then that's automatically rated R. Okay. So it might not even just be one thing. It could be a combination of things. It could just be that the characters are so, you know, so so boobtacular in their intros and combined with, you know, ass slapping and combined with who knows what else, you know, maybe some of the wind quotes or some of the things that they say, you know all those combined together give it an M. And so they're saying you via, you have 23 violations. If you can drop it under 20, we'll give you a teen rating. Yeah. So they might have just taken out some of the easier things like changing the camera so the ass slap is now
1: off camera. That, I mean, that very well could be. I, I imagine it's too late to make them not boob monsters anymore. That's
2: probably, <laughs> that ship has probably sailed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then
0: even for something like as simple as the splits, right? The splits ending, I even postulated on on Twitter. Who knows? Maybe it's because they realize in the future, what if they try to put characters into dresses? Like Poison, for example. One of her alternate costumes, she has a tight dress, right? How do you do that? Or if you have Sakura's skirt, right? I mean, she has a billion upskirts. Right, exactly. But you're going to have like one of the most gratuitous cases of upskirt on a split. Yeah, okay, and and maybe
1: if they're already on the edge of the knife when it comes to whether they're going to get the Mm -hmm. rating, they want to stay away from that.
0: Yeah, or if you have a tight dress like Poison and you do the splits, that's going to cause ridiculous polygon clipping. Not that there isn't already ridiculous polygon clipping birdie chain. Please fix that. Please fix it. But you know what I mean? There's just so many different reasons, and everybody just immediately jumped on... You know, oh censorship, uh, all this stuff, and it's just this underlying and, anger
1: that the internet has been brewing in, right. in the last couple and, of years.
0: And by the way, there is absolutely zero instances of censorship going on here. I want people to understand that that when people are using the word censorship, they are completely wrong, mm. because Capcom has every right to do whatever they want and get an M rating. Yeah. It's their choice literally that they're like oh maybe Sony is asking us to tone it down so it can be more family friendly or maybe we want to get teen rating so we can sell more copies. They have every right to do anything they want. No one is forcing them to to change it. No one's forced if they're forced to change it that is censorship. But they have every right to do anything they want and just take the M rating. So if when people are crying, like, because someone actually said to me, so you approve of censorship? Yeah. And I'm like, there's no censorship going on. There is absolutely sen- no censorship. So. I mean,
1: there's not literal censorship in the legal sense, of course, but um, I'm not opposed to calling this, like, self-censorship. Oh, yeah. I mean, self-censorship
0: is a completely different thing. It's fine. Right, yeah. Like, I, that, yeah,
1: yeah, like That's not, like, a boogie boogie word to me. Like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't love it, but it's... That's, what, that's maybe what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, right, right, right. that doesn't mean I have to automatically be against it. Look, I just want the game to be enjoyed and enjoyable for many people.
2: Yeah.
1: I just want a big group of people to play a video <laughs> game. Um, I don't just want people who are interested in butt slaps. Um, I feel like the percentage of people who are... Turned off by the removal of the butt slap for reels, not like, oh no, I'm gonna not buy it. But people right. like actually are not gonna buy it. Now, it's probably in a margin of error. Like it's not, <laughs> it's not even worth considering. Um whereas I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm I'm not super cool with like it's weird it, i I would feel weird to play. Street Fighter 5, in a sense, in, like, say my mom and girlfriend are, like, over. <laughs> and it's, like, Mika versus Laura, Laura. yeah, And I would feel weird. I'm being perfectly honest here. Ooh. I think... Yeah, yeah, she comes in with her little boom. Oh, it's so terrible. It's so, it's so awful. Um, so, yeah. I, I, I want it to be enjoyed by more people. And that includes people who are... Uh, what do you mean, Why? Why, why? would I be? Why would I feel? What do you mean? Why would I feel weird? <laughs> what a silly question! Uh, I, I probably not surprisingly to, to any of you, um, my circle of female companions, including my mom and girlfriend and every like everybody else I know, uh, we're all pretty liberal folks. We're all, we're all pretty lefty folks. Uh, and uh, you know, when it comes to depiction of video game characters as just Sex spots and mm-hmm. there was nothing behind them, um, which definitely is both of those two characters. Right, right, um, right. I, That's That makes them uncomfortable, and therefore me uncomfortable. Right.
0: And, and and there's also one thing to be said, right? I mean, I made this comment. A lot of people got mad at me because they're like the same thing, right? I, I mentioned that viking and Eno, for example, I feel like are done more tastefully than Laura and Mika because even though those two characters are very top-heavy as well, like, obviously, you know, it's part of her dominatrix kind of personality. Bikin, you don't even notice it most of the time when you're playing this character, right? I only notice it in, like, fan art and stuff yeah. like that, right? The problem with Street Fighter Five, honestly, is the character select portraits look like the camera was pointed at by a 12-year-old. I mean, that's, right. just, it's, it's it's a, just, that's just all it comes it's down to. It's like
1: definitely a, like a teenage male fantasy. Yeah. Game, mm-hmm. which, which sucks. Um it's even, like, to be more specific, maybe teenage male straight guy fantasy. It's, yeah, yeah. So there, there were there were people on Twitter who were talking about how, um, you know, is it so bad that, like, that your attention is drawn to boobs? That's where the eye naturally is drawn to, mm-hmm. was, was the claim. Um, and that's true for many people. If you like boobs... Then it is, but there is a huge percentage of human beings who don't care that much about female boobs. It's not, it's not an attractive, it's not like what attracts them to somebody because they're interested in guys or different kind of girls or whatever. Huge percentage, literally the majority of people uh, uh, mm -hmm. fits that bill. Um, (laughs) So
0: (laughs) I've actually joked about that. I was like, if Urien shows up in the game, man, that bulge had better be real. Like, seriously, yeah. man, I hope the character select doesn't even show his face. Like, I hope it's just a that big zoom
1: in his own
2: crotch. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, it's not, it's not, and I feel like this is something to point out. It's not that it's the, it's not that the eye, in sort of the most general sense, the mm-hmm. eye, mm-hmm. is drawn to the boobs. It's your eye. You're, you're a person. Maybe I mean, you I'm like right. it. Right. It's you. And and don't confuse the general everybody for you, you're in this little small section of this big old thing called but, humanity. Mm-hmm. Don't don't confuse those two. Well, I feel like that happens a lot, mm-hmm. How, or that people feel that they are, um, that is to say, like straight male gamers <laughs> assume that they're the majority and the important people. Or or you know what? That's that's wrong. That's that's not even accurate. It's that they're the default. They're the default. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know that's that's what I. I used to think of myself like that. I thought I was the default. I thought I was the regular, Uh right, Right. Um, for a a long time, even as, look, it's complicated to be a Jew, but even though (laughs) I was a Jew, like, obviously I'm white and a guy and I'm straight and it's, you know, I'm in America, so I'm like definitely the default is Uh what I thought. Uh Uh Default human. But it's, I'm not. I'm just a white guy. You, you know what the example? I'm a white straight dude. <laughs> like that's and that, and to understand that you are just a part of it of, of, of one thing you're not everybody or the regular or the default is like a huge part of this in my opinion.
0: You know what? It's funny because I was talking to somebody young fellow at one point many years ago, and he was he was kind of in that situation where it was just like everything was about him, and he was trying to figure out how the stuff worked. And I was like, you have to realize. That basically, the analogy I gave him was, when people first started studying astrology, what's the natural thing that you want it to be? Everything revolves around the earth. Because that's the way it makes sense. The sun revolves around the earth, the moon revolves around the earth and everything. And then when you find out the truth, what's the truth? You're just one of nine planets revolving yeah. around a giant sun. Guess what? The sun is actually the most important thing in your yeah. in your solar system. This is how people just generally think. They want to be the default. They think everything rotates around them. But when you look at the big picture, you're just a planet going around one of a billion suns. So
1: yeah. So when it comes to anybody who feels <laughs> outraged at the fact that they're not that their eye
0: I, <laughs> I said astrology astronomy. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, if you feel like it's it's your eye, it's the eye that's not being catered to right now. It, mm-hmm. The problem is with the your eye versus the eye. Mm-hmm. It's those it's those two things. <laughs> a lot of people want to play Street Fighter or wanna play Street Fighter around people who aren't cool with this kind right, of thing. Right, right, it's uh-huh. that, and it, it, it's fine to have like one character or a couple of characters that are like the sex pot. Like uh-huh. that's I feel like that's okay, like you mentioned Eno, fine. Right, right, right. It's cool. Mm-hmm. But it's it's everybody in the game except for Karen. Yeah. It's everybody. Yeah. Yeah, it's like. Dude, I mean,
0: it's it's kind of even funny too, because like Mika, I care more about it than I care about Laura, because maybe that's Laura's personality, maybe that's just her character. See but this,
1: but this is another thing. It's not the case that characters spring out of the ground fully formed, right? It's not. <laughs> right. Instead, right. characters are created by people who have their own biases <laughs> and their own goals in making it. Right. Like they're like you know characters like this. Um, don't 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 think of them as like you have to cater you have to abide by the characters if that's important in some way mm-hmm. it's not it's not.
2: Right.
0: And yes I do personally still count Pluto as a planet, damn it. Do you really? No, I don't know. I just mix. I'm what about still, I'm, series? So, I'm so used to saying nine planets. I've been oh, saying yeah. well, it for like years, years and years and years. Yeah. So, and to be honest with you, I mean, it's, it's really funny because then everyone's always like, oh, you guys are just, you just don't like boobs and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Dude, look, I like boobs, okay? <laughs> That's just the way it works. Sure. But, but like you said, half the people on the planet don't care about it as much, you know. Well, I don't. Well, you know.
1: A lot of people don't. And the a point lot. is, it would be nice if this game wasn't like DOA, where it it's not it's not competitive for like a super obvious reason. Mm-hmm, Why mm-hmm. is that? What is? What's the reason? Why don't people play DOA? Because it's not family friendly.
2: I mean, it's not just that it's not family friendly. <laughs> it's that you
1: feel like a skis playing it. <laughs> Even if the game's good. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> I want Street Fighter to be like that. I think that would suck. <laughs> even Mortal Kombat is better about this, dude.
0: Mortal Kombat. Even MKX is better about this. It's so good compared to Street Fighter Five, dude. Seriously. I
1: yeah. DOA is not a bad game, gameplay wise. That's not even the point. That's right. not why people don't play it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 MKX is better. Isn't that bizarre? MKX is better now. Isn't that bizarre? So, like. Like women in MKX are, are characters. Are they have like personalities. Better than the yeah.
0: women in Street Fighter yeah. Five. Yeah. <laughs> they
1: have personalities in that game. Oh god, and that not, not is Street Fighter. So <laughs> uh. that sucks. That sucks.
0: MK Nine was terrible. MK Nine was awful. Oh, in the past. That, that,
1: yeah. That's yeah. why. That's why I'm surprised because in the past there have been games like you know Third Strike where the characters, were women characters, were like. Oh, fine. Makoto. Uh -uh. Um, But (laughs) Mortal Kombat games were, like, all about the boobs and the skimpy whatever. So now it's flipped. It's weird.
0: And, you know, one thing I will add, and this is, again, we're way off on tangents at this point. We've talked about space and everything like that. A lot of people always talk about, like, oh, what about Zangief? Like, he's super naked and stuff like that, right? I mean, the thing about it is Zangief is still kind of the male fantasy of a male like we want to be buff right so you make this male who's buff if you really want to make a woman uh, like a like a character that catered to women and kind of things in the way that you make big boo I mean like I mean let's stick with the anime theme here like what's one of the characters that women love most is like tuxedo mask right Mm. like every time I see the dude is a suave gentleman in a tuxedo he's not sitting there running around with abs and, and a big right. bulge in his pants right <laughs> Oh man! it's the, the whole like zangief is naked argument doesn't apply It just yeah, I, I know, everyone I always tries to throw that out yeah there, so. yeah
1: as it is the same but it's not yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> look the reason so somebody said uh i'm forget i'm hypocritical or something because i'm okay with Mortal Kombat I like violence and gore but I don't allow sex
0: Mm, right okay okay okay
1: I don't like the violence and gore in Mortal Kombat and I've said that many times mmm okay. I don't I play mm-hmm. it I play it because I think the gameplay is some of the best um, and same with uh, with, pre- with MK9 I, I'm like willing to put up with it but I also know that a reason that a lot of people don't play MKX is because of the gore right yeah, I, yeah. a lot of people that's what it,
0: Infiltration said
1: exactly he liked the gameplay and he didn't want to play it because of the gore so it's mm-hmm. the same sort of thing where Mortal Kombat is limiting itself right in the competitive sense because of how it looks right. and you know they, they have enough fans that they can support them they get obviously huge sales um, but there are people that they're giving up as a result that's something that they recognize, obviously. Right,
0: and and I do agree with a lot of people. You know, when they're sitting there talking about how, like, I mean, I think it's awesome that Laura came out, and immediately there were tons of women cosplaying as Laura. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, I'm not saying that all women are offended by this yeah, character. Obviously. They yeah. hate this character or whatever, like that. I know a ton of women who like Laura, who like Mika and stuff like that. You know, but it's just, it's just one of those things where it's you just. It's so blatant right now in Street Fighter V that all the women character are kind of that way, except maybe Karen, right? Yeah. And and who knows what's coming down the line for Karen costumes, you know what I mean? Like, look,
1: if if you're, like, a woman who has big boobs, um, maybe you identify with somebody like Laura. mm -hmm. But you don't, maybe you don't need, like, every character, (laughs) you know? like maybe not every character. Uh, okay, anyways. Anyway, this it's all it's a very stupid issue, of course. We spent way too much time on it. Yeah. Um mm. I just want people to grow up a little bit, I guess. It's, but you know, we'll see if that ever happens. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, look, uh, all I say is that the game looks like it was some sometimes it just looks like it was designed by a 12-year-old. I totally agree. Boy. Totally
1: Real agree. Team. And the line boom, was also maybe delivered by a 12-year-old? Is that... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: written. written maybe definitely written. written. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. This is how you start a fight and finish it quickly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, man. okay, anyways, next topic. Let's let's go to the next topic. Here. What's the
1: next topic? Which is uh, EvoGate.
0: Yes. EvoGate, Evo which Gate. isn't
1: even really a, a, no, a, see, a, a debate
0: here in this situation.
1: Well, so. it, it's interesting to talk about... 2016 evo so the reason that this came up was because mr wizard you know who who of course helps run evo mm-hmm. uh put out a tweet saying if you could only pick seven games for evo which ones would they be and mm-hmm. then there were follow-up tweets that were you know the little poll thing that twitter does now <laughs>
0: right yeah Yeah. do
1: you want street fighter 4 or street fighter 5 and it was one or the other do you want melee or do you want smash 4 that mm-hmm. was one or the other Um, So those were like the tweets. And for first, seven games is a very small amount Mm -hmm. relative to how many competitive scenes we have nowadays. Back in the day, seven games would have been good. In fact, (laughs) it was good many times. But Uh um, there are just too many people who want to play fighting games at EVO right now. So it would be really sad, I think, if seven were there. But that said, some of those games are going to get like... Two or 3,000 people. Yeah. Who knows what SF5 will get? Dude, I mean, Who look, knows?
0: It's, it's funny because right now... The, the, okay, so one thing is that one reason why it caused a lot of debate is obviously the Smash community is very, very divis- divisive within their own giant family. You know, you can't necessarily call it all one Smash community because there's literally the Melee community, there's the Brawl community, Brawl slash Project M community, And there's the Smash 4 community, you know, and, you know, there's some overlap there. But obviously, you know, the question came up, Melee or Smash 4? And then it went kind of crazy. Street Fighter, not as bad of a situation here because obviously Street Fighter 5 is the new thing. Street Fighter 4 is kind of on the way out, so a lot of people are expecting this kind of decision to be made. Smash, I mean, Melee is as big as ever. Smash, Wii U as big as ever, and we'll get to that in just a little bit with some announcements for that game and yeah, stuff for like sure. that. But it's so funny when you think about it, because the four main games that are in discussion right now is Street Fighter V, which is obviously going to be pretty big, at least we can assume so, unless yeah. it just doesn't... unless it's terrible. Right, unless it's we'll terrible. See. And then the other three games that are in topic are the three games that got 2,000 people at right. EVO. <laughs>
1: It's just, it's so tough to imagine them not putting all four of those games. I mean, really? like. So I I, I would be more okay with Melee and Smash 4 because there's less overlap, I imagine, Mm -hmm. than in in those two, than there will be in Street Fighter 4 to 5. Yeah. Yeah. It's just Mm -hmm. historically been the case Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. most Street Fighter players move on. I expect that'll be the same. But maybe not. I mean, maybe Street Fighter 4 or Street Fighter 5... Maybe it will be bad. Like, I'm not married to the idea of it being good. We have no, to see yeah, it, yeah. of course. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and so it would be really unfortunate if SF5 came out, of course, well after they have to announce the games, and it didn't get that kind of scene.
2: Right. You know,
1: that would be really sad. And I would feel bad for Street Fighter Four players. You know, mm-hmm. I think that sucks. It sucks to lose your game. Yeah.
0: I mean, the weird part about it is, like we mentioned, there's 2,000 people before, and that's kind of a sad way to, you know, thank a game for getting 2,200 people in there being the biggest video game tournament ever in one location Mm kind of thing. So the question is, okay, let's say we put all four of them in there. There's only three slots left. Now what happens? You know, it was really interesting because I saw a tweet from Jabaley, and I thought it was a really good tweet. He basically said, was like, The bigger the fighting game community gets, the more I totally respect Evo having to make these hard decisions about what game goes into the event. Yeah. Because he's going to have to do the same thing with CEO now, right? You've got to pick. Right. I mean, yeah, you want to be nice and put every game in there, but then you get logistic problems and stuff like that. And, you know, a lot of smaller events can afford to run till 2 to 3 a.m. at night or whatever like that and just... Whatever we go long, we we get behind. But you know, the bigger you get, you need to stick to a schedule, etc., etc. Et you have to, you know, be more organized, be more professional, yeah. and kind of situations like that. So you can't sit there and just throw mm-hmm. as many games as you can into the ring, you know. So if those four games go in there, what three games would you pick to fill up? Dude, with? that's that's <laughs> so tough.
1: That's so tough. So. I feel like Exert should be in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed, agreed. I would pick Exert for sure. I feel like Mortal Kombat should be in there. But I don't know, that might just be my own bias. <laughs> I like the game. I feel I feel like Marvel should be in there. There were 900 people last yeah, year I Evo, know, right? and it feels like the scene is kind of resurging a little bit right now. Mm-hmm. Kill, Killer Instinct is going to come out on PC. Right. Everybody sure. expects that to make the community larger mm-hmm. than it currently is. Mm-hmm man i just i don't i know we're we not going to have tekken like i mean it's <laughs> it's it
0: impossible well here's the nice thing about it is though is that through the past few years one of the nice things that has been happening is the mad cats booth has really been stepping up to support the secondary games that do are not main games they've had they've provided stage you know set up for them and you know a place to run their top eights and stuff like that to give it kind of that same you know it would be nice maybe if that's just kind of what happens if 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 you know yeah it, it starts to become more of an official side game official thing right, you know right. what i mean and such like that honestly i don't know what the answer is for for all this this
1: is it's impossible it's, it, it's it really, impossible yeah so somebody's gonna be mad Right, right
0: a- uh, Exactly, <laughs> and and I tweeted out in, in, in true FGC Bob Ross style, you know, I was like, whatever game makes it into Evo, there will be people who are happy about it, and that should make us all happy. I hear you, <laughs> But it's rough, it is rough. It I, is. I, t- I totally understand if people are upset by whatever game goes in there, but you're just going to end up with a lot of angry people. I do not envy <laughs> Evo having to make this decision. Yeah, agreed this is it's it's rough
1: for them and, and in part some of the problem is that there are just too many unknowns this far and they're not making a decision yet obviously but mm-hmm. not that far away and before street fighter 5 comes out before ki is on pc mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know it, i mean those two things might change a lot what if sf5 sucks and people right. want to go back to sf4 and sf4 isn't there right um, or what if Ki blows up when once it gets to PC? It's totally possible. So Dude, I,
0: I I did like that some people were talking about trying to turn Saturday into having finals at the end of the day being just as well presented as Sunday. So there's a Saturday mm-hmm. end and a Sunday end. So someone was like, put Melee and Street Fighter Four on Saturday, Marvel on Saturday. And then on Sunday we can do Smash Wii U, we can do Street Fighter Five, and you know some more excerpts, some of the newer games and stuff like that. I do kind of like that. I think it would be cool if they could turn Saturday night into a hey, this is cool. That makes sense. Kind of grand finals ish kind of thing because the problem is another th- another problem that Evo has to go through is like oh you're the 10 a.m. game and everyone's like no nah, right. you're the Saturday game why do you disrespect
1: Yeah, us? Smash 4 on Saturday right
0: so if they put those games as the main stage game on Saturday and treat it like a pre Sunday but still super hype kind of thing which they're already doing kind of already
1: yeah but I mean at the same time like are you are you not gonna have you know, top one twenty eight to top eight for like Street Fighter Five yeah, for true. melee for whatever other big stuff. God, I that's don't know. So painful. I don't. Maybe you have multiple stages. I don't know. I mean, yeah, right. Is that viable? I don't even know. Maybe not. And he, Wizard has asked in the past whether people would accept four days of Evo. Right, uh, and most people said no. Most people said no. Yeah, uh understandably it's hard to take off from work mm-hmm. for uh, or for school for a lot of people that's just not it's not feasible mm-hmm. you know you would have to miss whatever it is um you know maybe maybe one way to make that work is to have say Thursday be just the start and end of a game so if you're if you're there for the Thursday game you oh. just need to be there for Thursday if you're there for <laughs> friday I, I don't right, know I'm just, right. I'm just wondering but that that might be something that maybe they should look at. I guess people have to prioritize whether they want more games or whether they want mm-hmm. more days. At some point, it's going to have to come up be- between those two.
0: Yeah, and you know, I saw some people saying get a bigger venue. Obviously, a bigger venue would be nice. That's still not going to change necessarily because it's still scheduling. You got to squeeze and yeah. stuff like that. Because one of the reasons why scheduling is tough and a lot of people don't realize this is what Evo tries to do a lot of the times is they try to schedule games so that the player overlap is least likely amongst people in the same day across games. Yeah. This made no sense what no, I was no, But basically cool. what they're trying to do is like, for example, they're not going to run Melee and Smash 4 at the same time. Even though there's not a lot of overlap between those games, you don't want to run them at the same time because if you don't want to have people in one game holding up people in the other game. This this was the Evo Nightmare pre-2009. Yeah. We used to run like all the games on the same day. Yeah. And it would be like... We need you at this pool. He's playing Marvel. Right. We need you here. He's playing this. You know what I mean? And it was a problem before, and so they have to try to avoid that as much as they could, as they can now as well. So, dude, it's just logistics, logistics. Very tough.
1: And then, if you care about the stream, you know what's going to be on which stream mm-hmm. at which time. Do you want to, you know, preempt one for another? And and when it comes to the stream, I mean, there's usually there's a main stream at Evo. Usually there's like SRK Evo one,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? The main one. Which, which game is on there at any one time? I mean, mm-hmm. should it be the game that had 2,000 people come to play, or should it be the game mm-hmm. with 3,000, or the one that gets more viewers than one of those? I mean, it's... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's I very mean, tough.
0: some people are talking about just space in general. That's a whole different issue. Obviously, yeah. they're, they're going to try to address that, but yeah. there was definitely crowd problems, especially, yeah. like, when Smash Melee, when it was getting the top of... the, with the end of their semis. Holy crap. Yeah. Like... I honestly have never seen any section of EVO that jam-packed before in my life. That EVO, that semi-finals for Melee, I was supposed to go and do Marvel commentary, and the stream station for Marvel was kind of buried in there. Like, it took me like 15 to 20 minutes to get around the Melee crowd and find out that that's not where the stream station was. And then I just basically had to stand there until Melee was done before I could even get to the stream yeah. station. That's how crowded it was. That's how packed
1: it yeah, was. Yeah, that, so. that sucks. I mean, hopefully yeah. they find some way to address that. But, you know, the the previous year, they had the biggest ballroom of any hotel in Vegas. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. this I think this was the second biggest, right, this, this past yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so they've had the, the two biggest hotel ballrooms yeah. the last couple of years. And, you know, people didn't like the hotel the previous time, the one that has the <laughs> right. biggest one. The location's kind of crappy. Right. And the hotel's not very nice. Um so there's all sorts of stuff to consider. You know, do you have it at the convention center, which costs just a ridiculous amount? Right. I don't know. I don't know. But everybody says it's an order of magnitude more expensive, mm-hmm. and nobody would be able to stay in a hotel there. Like you can't just take the hotel elevator down to the right, right, right. Games. So mm. yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I mean,
0: some people are saying also just use the tournament pre-registration. You can't really do that because. You have to have logistics figured out way before you shut down pre registration. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? You you have to know where everything is gonna be and stuff like that, so Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 and you know what, Remster, like everyone says stuff like that, but honestly, you really, really have no idea how expensive it is to run an event like this. Like everyone thinks that Evo was running away with millions and millions of dollars. <laughs> It's that's just not the case. It's not the case. No, I mean, there's nothing I can say that will make yeah. anyone believe me. Of course. But I, that's all I can say is that hopefully you can believe me when I say that. So.
1: Man, thank goodness for that Canon money. I was <laughs> Tom and Tony Gannon uh, money. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. So.
1: I mean that's honestly probably a big reason why Evo was able to continue in the way. Oh, a
0: hundred percent was why yeah. yeah, the only reason why Evo was able to last in the dark ages. Right, yeah. Was because
1: Many tournaments went dry. There's yeah. only a few that, <laughs> that remain. Many, many uh, tournaments.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Um, well, I, I you know, I do thought I do think it was a little bit impolitic of Wizard to to have the poll... Smash or... Melee or Smash 4. hmm
2: mm-hmm.
1: Just because, you know, everybody knows about the internal politics in the Smash oh, yeah, yeah. scene. Oh, uh, um, uh, uh, um But, you know, from yeah. his perspective, I don't think there was anything meant negatively by no, that. No, right? no, no, Because he did no, the same no. thing with Street Fighter. Right. And just in general, it's, like, not... I mean, he is a troll, but it's, like, not his intention to, like, provoke...
0: The Smash, the
1: Melee. Like, he doesn't want to yeah, piss yeah, off people uh-huh. who are gonna, you know... Thousands of people <laughs> might come to his tournament. I mean, look, like last
0: just... year, Smash probably brought in, like, five to 6,000
1: people. Yeah, exactly. To Evo,
0: maybe even more, yeah.
1: 7,000 people, right? So, yeah.
0: Oh, man.
1: Oh, wow. Well. I'm not sure what to do about that, but uh, hopefully... Yeah,
0: Street Fighter was a little different. It was more like, do you, should Street Fighter 4 come back or not? I mean, that's kind of similar enough. It, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean,
1: and, and I don't think that you should read too much into that language. Right. Um, Wiz, Wiz is not like a. PR crafty. He's not like a, he's not like lawyering his way through through words. Right, right, All right. right. He's, it, it's just that's how it comes out. Right. right. It's not intentional. I'm sure.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: So, uh, we can move on to the next topic, which is the heart, mind, and body. Do you want to take a break first and then come back and do that, or yeah. heart, mind, and body now? Let's just, let's just heart, mind, and body. Let's do this. Okay. So recently. Recently, uh, Laugh put out a theory on three types of fighting game players. It was basically a way to categorize the players. This was on an uh, on a video from Arcade Stream, where apparently Arcade, the, a guy who, who made the video, talked to Laugh, got this concept, and then basically made a video out of it. And really, what the description is that the player that a that that a Street Fighter player, there's three different like apexes of talent i guess and that is the heart the mind well what he calls the brain the yeah. heart the brain and the body yeah and basically the way he describes those is the heart is more just kind of like the emotional player like you you make reads you know you, you're the kind of pl- player who will land ume you all day right uh, there's the brain player, which are the guys who go into lab and sit there and go, "How do I counter this move?" Our interview with Snake Eyes last week, I found out how to beat every button with every button that Zangief had. You right. know, how do I punish this? What's max damage? How do I get yeah. this setup right? And then the last one was body. Yeah. which is the physical dexterity Excursion. monsters, right? So the Sakos, for example. The Marns. The Marns. Marn is always one of my number one examples oh, yeah. of this, of right? So he basically said different players have different you know, abilities through those different uh, yeah. points, I yeah. guess. And without going into actually trying to quantify who is who and stuff like that in the fighting game community... But I don't know. What do you think of this? What do you think of this theory?
1: I think it's I think it's sort of better phrasing of the same idea that a lot of people have. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you always talk about science versus emotion. Um, for me, I've often thought of people as just being. I hadn't really phrased it in this, this kind of way, but there are definitely uh-huh. players who I thought of as they'll just get the big damage in their training mode monsters, <laughs> and there are players who are very smart, and I have to like worry about their. They're going to, like, scope me out in advance. Uh-huh, uh-huh, or there are players uh-huh. who just guess right a lot. Like, right. So I never, like, really fleshed it out in the mm-hmm, same sort of way, mm-hmm. which is great that Lab did that. Um, so I, I, I really like it. Yeah, I really, It's very useful for describing mm-hmm, things. Mm-hmm. It's very useful.
0: I mean, uh, like you said, I've always talked about the science versus the emotion player. Yeah. How I've always described that. More old-school players were of the emotion type. The, the top successful players from the old-school days... We're definitely more of the emotion type of player, Vai, Choi, even Daigo from before and stuff like that. Now, Daigo has slowly oh yeah he's turned himself into a science monster. Yeah, he's got everything now. But today, the de- this day and age, the science monster, I feel like, is ruling a little bit more. That is, say, for example, Xian, mm. Infiltration, those kind of players. And honestly, the number one difference is training mode.
1: Oh, yeah. That's
0: just basically what caused the big shift, in my opinion.
1: Well, I, I feel like it's training mode and it's also the competitiveness of the scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Scenes uh-huh. are so much bigger now. Uh-huh. There's so much more on the line. Even before all this, like, CPT and whatever, you know, <laughs> NRS putting in money, even before that, there were so many more players that pots were way bigger. Right. And traveling made more sense than it ever uh-huh. had before. And so you're forced to play better. Right. You're, you're If you want to still win you're forced to play better
0: and then of course there's the slightly controversial subject which is the body players which is the execution players a group of players that i've always personally stuck up for because that's kind of where i fall into a lot of the time because i love execution that's true and so you know i i I am worried that a lot of games are taking away execution from the game Uh. because i feel like a lot of people are always like, there's no execution. They don't matter, right? But in laughs little theory here, he's basically turned a third of the right. people into that. And I think that's more accurate, personally. I know a lot of people who say they play games just so they can land something cool and it feels good for them. Yeah. Now, they have games for them. A lot of Marvel players, a lot of the anime players will play these games and stuff like that. So there's not a problem that games like Street Fighter or Rising Thunder will cater more towards the other side. I just don't. I just like the fact that now there's this theory out here that Laugh created that acknowledges the the joystick monkeys, basically, the people who love that kind of thing, and that there is a place for them in the FGC. And I, I'm really happy about that because I, I think that they're an important subset of the players that I feel like a lot of people are shoving to the side because they can't, cuz to be honest with you execution monkeys if you can't do it it's the hardest one to learn. You know what oh, I yeah. mean? Yeah, it's, it's off it's off
1: limits for Yeah,
0: it's off limits for a lot of people. So that's the that's the one that I'll, I know a lot. Like no one's going to sit there and go, "We should stop catering to the smart people, to the brain people." You know what I mean? But when it comes to the body, it's easy to say that because not everyone can achieve that kind of thing, and I just think that's unfair. I just think it's sad because I feel like they have a place in the community.
1: So, so when it comes to these three, I think that this is a pretty good categorization of competitive players. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: But that's a small base of people. <laughs> and I, so I, I, I feel like maybe you might be overestimating... The number of people who are attracted to these games for execution mm-hmm. reasons versus how many people are priced out of it effectively right because of mm-hmm. the execution concerns mm-hmm. i feel like the second is a much bigger group but but that said so so there's sort of this business reasons maybe why you would not want yeah, tough yeah. execution but at the same time i mean once you're once you're in the community they're totally that kind of player like mm-hmm. i think you're smart to categorize yourself as a as an execution, oh yeah, as yeah, a yeah. body player. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, when we play, it's it's so funny to me how this all, almost always goes down. I I will get more first hits, and you will get way more damage
2: <laughs> whenever you
1: hit me. Yep, <laughs> that always happens. Yep, yep. <laughs> and so it's it sort of evens out, but mm-hmm. um,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like the way that me and my friend played Typing of the Dead. I can't touch type right but he's like the best touch typer in the world yeah. right so like on the bosses where there's long sentences i actually have to look at the screen memorize the sentence and then type it wow right that's tough and literally when you watch the typing of the dead screen like what my, my brother was watching this and he just said this, this is so funny it's literally like you see my friend my best friend is going then my uncle go like and then we'll always finish at the same time it's basically kind of like that yeah but So the other thing, too, there was also another article talking about the body, you know, category of players. To me, there's also a very high special place for those kind of players because someone wrote an article asking what people enjoy the most about watching esports. And someone said that they like watching players do things that they can't do. That there is a skill gap. That that when they see people do things that they do not have the ability to do, it's exciting. If Ryu pairing, if Ken pairing Chun Li when you got the first parry was.
2: Yeah, I hear you.
0: Nobody would care, right? If Daigo doing that big Lamo combo on Momochi at that one European tournament, which we both tried to downplay, including me, like Mr. Technical Monkey here, right? Yeah. But everybody was like, "That's the number one moment ever." You know, when people see those kind of things, it gets people excited. And when you, if we end up with fighting games where there is no, where there's a super low execution ceiling, like if I see someone parry Chun Li's super in this in Street Fighter V with Ryu, I know that you can just mash it, and it's like whatever. I'm not gonna be impressed, right? So to me. Again, I 100% agree execution entry barrier needs to be lowered. Okay. One-frame links, get rid of them. Okay. That's fine, etc. But the execution ceiling needs to remain, like, for some characters. For some situations, I feel like there needs to be an execution ceiling. I think Melee does a great job of that.
1: Ooh, man, you don't think that's on... Pretty, pretty strong side of it.
0: It might be a little too high on the ceiling, but the execution barrier is super low, but there is something yeah. to achieve at, oh, the, at the top. You're right about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and that's what I like about Melee. It has that friendly barrier of entry, but then at the highest level, there's just stuff that people can do that nobody else, that a lot okay. of other people yeah. can't do. And that creates the excitement. That does create a lot of things, you know, so... I don't know. That's, that's my take. Oh, yeah,
1: I get it. I mean, I'm, I'm okay with having a couple of characters that have tough stuff. Mm-hmm. I just hope that they're not the characters I'm interested in. <laughs> Typically, they're not. Right. But sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes. I wish I could do Run Stop Fierce. That'd be cool. But Yeah. Well, I mean. Broly can well, do Run like yeah, Stop I to can. say. <laughs> Broly
0: can do Run Stop Fierce. So, okay, just
1: before, let's finish the segment. But before okay. we do, uh-huh. I, would, I think it'd be fun if you were to rate yourself in the, the three. Oh, in the three? Yeah. I mean, you said that you're mostly body. Like, what do you feel?
0: Um, To me, I'm, uh, it's weird because as much as a system junkie as I am, and I love systems and stuff like that, I would probably rate my science, my mind, probably the lowest. Is that so? by far the lowest. Huh. And I would probably rate the emotion really high, and then the execution probably like the
1: highest at that point. That makes sense.
0: Because I'm still the kind of guy who will just uppercut because it felt like
1: this was the right time to uppercut. Well, everybody has to do that to some degree, don't you think?
0: But I mean, look, here's a perfect example, right? I have never learned how to cross up jump short with Cammy. Oh,
1: I have never learned how to safe jump. In Super Turbo, yeah, yeah.
0: I have never learned how to safe jump in any game at this point in time, right? I mean it's just it's weird that I just didn't bother learning a lot of these things. I just I played because this is what it feels like it's the right thing to do. So I guess that's true. So I would put myself more emotion and and, and body. uh heart and body and kind of low on the, on the brain sadly enough. As yeah. much as I want to be a smart player. <laughs> yeah. Man, all right. What um, about you? What yeah, about you? Yeah, I mean I, for me
1: I think the brain is the highest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, execution. The body is the lowest. It has to be. And and the what is the other one? The brain, the body, and, and emotion, and, heart, and heart. I mean, heart's probably like in the middle. Like right, I'm. Right. I don't. I don't feel like I'm remarkable
2: mm-hmm. at
1: that. In fact, I often feel like. I, like, I, like, when it comes to the little mix-ups, I often feel like I'm not as good at that as many people,
0: hmm, Interesting. at least in,
1: like, high-level high play, I, <laughs> I didn't feel like that was my strength, it was right. just, like, where am I standing, am I standing at the right spot, <laughs> like, that's, that was, like, <laughs> right, my right, yeah, uh, yeah. and then once uh-huh. I got the hit, like, I would know the setups, like, I, you know, I would know uh-huh. whatever, uh-huh. um, yeah, definitely, definitely <laughs> not body, that's for sure, uh, oh,
0: man. <sighs> all right, well, interesting, interesting. You know, I mean, because it's funny. There was at one point in time where I was coming up with categories, and I came up with a, a few, like, chunk of categories, and I really, really wanted to rate all the top players in that. This mm-hmm. was, I remember in vanilla Street Fighter Four because at the time, I was still thinking like Vi, and Ed Ma, and Combo okay. Fiend, and all these guys like that, and I really wanted to rate them. With all these different categories, I had more than just these three, but these three are
1: pretty good. I would say Ed is high in science and mind, and like eh, decent in body. Yeah, he's decent in body, but not bad.
0: He's definitely his strength is the mind. His strength yeah, is I think absolutely his, I think mind. It's the mind. In fact,
1: I think I would rate him based. Well, not the body is not as bad, but I would rate him pretty similarly to me. I think when it comes to.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I can just see that. just which one is the better? Yeah, I mean, I
1: mean, he I, has a higher ceiling than I do, but the other than the body, I feel like it's pretty. Right. Sad.
0: I've always said Ed was just a science player. He's yeah. like hundred percent a science player. Vive, obviously is a heart player. Yeah, for sure. Emotion player, and like I said, I think that's why Daigo is so good because execution-wise, body-wise, he's ridiculous. Yeah. Because right? he lands pretty much most of the stuff that he wants to. Right. He's not great. He's no Sako, but he's sure. pretty dang good, right? He's Look, like I mean,
1: all those, all, all those players are, like, if it's a five out of five sort of system, <laughs> they're all fours yeah. in everything, at yeah. minimum. Some of them are fives, you know? Like, that's...
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you get... It's, it's interesting, though, because you still can... I can still say that some people lean more towards one thing than the other. You know what I mean? And, and the interesting part is, too, is that in Street Fighter, the body players... Are, us- are the least successful ones, right? So as much as you even want to... Like, people don't want the body players to... Like, like oh, we shouldn't have high execution. They don't even really win that much. You know what I mean? I
1: think you're right now, but there was a period of time when Marn did well, like, Wolfcrone did well. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah uh-huh. You know, those guys are good on reads too, but, like, they were execution monsters. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. I
0: don't know. Actually, the, the, probably, out, the player... Right now, the the top player with the highest body rating to me that's super good in the game is Shin. I,
2: mm-hmm. I consider
0: he's very high in that area as well, just because of you know he's got all the Gen FADC combos and oh that, that's true actually. all the yeah. ridiculousness of right. Gen and You're stuff. Right. like yeah. He he pretty much does anything he wants. So, You're right.
1: so yeah. yeah, yeah, he's probably he's probably a five in science and body. Right, right, yeah.
0: Did you watch that top five recap on the CPT Asia?
1: Oh no! I didn't watch
0: it. I, I watched it, and there was one match I didn't see where Shen grabbed Stinger with Gen's kick super. I saw that. That was
1: ridiculous. Yes, it was, but that's science. <laughs> that was
0: science. Well okay, oh, that I was 100. percent no, part of it was
1: body because reactions.
0: Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but regardless, dude, that yeah. I just I'm not even like measuring. Trying, I would just yeah. wanted to point out that was sick. Well, let's
1: let's, uh, let's take a break, and, and when we come back, talk about the Capcom Pro Tour Asia Finals. Sure. We'll also talk about. Rewired, Rumble in the Tundra, yeah, High Buy Power Cup? No. Yes, that's right. Okay, be right back. Sorry for the little delay in coming back there. We were trying to find some of the results for some of the tournaments and actually could not.
0: <laughs> find some of them, yeah.
1: I wanted to recap the High Buy Power Cup in SoCal and I wanted to talk about the Rumble in the Tundra in Buffalo, New York. Right, right. But actually can't find the results. So if you have the results, please send them our way. Yes, type it in the chat. Chat or tweet chat. at us at Ultra Chen TV and we would be happy <laughs> to say what happened because I watched it but I'm not like right, super right, confident. Right. Now.
0: I just love the fact that I point to the chat that's on my monitor because that totally helps everybody oh, watching that's, us that, yeah
1: that's so funny um, I was just thinking the other day about how every time or oftentimes when I see a commentator on stream they'll be doing this they'll talk they're talking like this alright folks like thanks a lot for watching I appreciate it everybody because they're not looking at the camera they're looking at themselves oh yeah, yeah, or, the, yeah, yeah. or the chat uh-huh, uh-huh, one, one of those uh-huh, uh-huh. but like they expect that the, that the video thing is where the camera is right right oh, they're yes. always like okay guys I'll but, see you later yeah, yeah exactly,
2: exactly yeah. So. Yeah
1: but you're up there. All right, let's talk about the Capcom Pro Tour Asia.
2: Yes,
0: that was the big event from the last 2 weeks and uh this one premier event, so winner of this one gets a qualifying spot automatically in the Capcom Cup. Yeah, unless of course the top 4 have already qualified, then it goes to a points, etc., etc., but yeah. uh this was this was a
2: this was a
1: good event. Dude, yeah, it was definitely a, a very good event. Of course, you had to qualify just to get into this in the first place. So everybody in this tournament, there were was it 9?
2: Mhm.
1: All of them extremely good players just right off the bat.
0: Yeah, only one of them got in through the last chance qualifier that took place at Singapore at the event. Right, and there was a lot of players who went to that, not just from Asia as well. Like Pr Balrog was out there, you know, trying to trying his last shot to get into the tournament. Got really close, third place in the qualifier tournament, so he just missed out. I mean, he would have even if he had won that, he still would have had to win CPT Asia, which was.
1: the top 4 for that the last chance qualifier fourth was iz kaiser with yun mm-hmm. egpr balrog balrog and yun oh i didn't see that mm-hmm. second was razor gact with feilong sagat ryu he's qualified by points i believe yes yeah uh, uh-huh. and then first place was kendevu Elena.
0: Mm-hmm. yep made it into the the into the nine player round robin
1: all right so when it comes to the nine player round robin ninth place mov Hibuki, wow. as good as he is, and there were some close ones that he dropped. That yeah, I felt like he should have done better. But oh uh-huh. Uh-huh. well. Then uh, Daco on eighth.
0: Yeah. Well, they're they're tied except for the game differential. Exactly, yeah. So yeah, both two get ga- two wins and six losses.
1: Although wasn't that not the actual? It's not the actual tiebreaker. So maybe maybe Daco just w- maybe he beat MOV. I don't remember. Right. But exactly. That's so what
0: we, we, yeah we don't know we don't yeah. know so.
1: Uh, actually, I can look that up. But mm-hmm. I'll do that in a bit. Seventh was Shaohai with Evil Ryu, Kami, Yun. Oh, Dako played Evil Ryu, Akuma, Kami, Ryu, Guy. <laughs> that's
0: right, yeah. Dang.
1: Uh, uh, anyway, Shaohai went 3-5. and five. Then Misei Makoto recently qualified
0: mm-hmm.
1: via... Points. Uh, points. Thanks to this event, in yes. a weird way. Yeah, so that's this, right. This point
0: event. didn't reward any points. Right. But because the person who qualified was originally in by points... A spot opened up at the bottom, and it just happened that Misei was down there. He was the, the next he, in line. Yeah, he was the next in line. So Misei is now in the Capcom Cup.
1: Uh, I really like watching his Makoto in, in sort of like a ugh kind of <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah, I was
0: about to say. Cause I was about to say, he's probably just like one of those oh, Yeah,
1: man, oh. No, he, he's. Look at good. this character. Yeah. Look at this character. Yeah, He's, yeah, he's, he's very good, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, fifth was Bonchan. Sagat went four and four. Yep, same as Misei. Yep. Indeed. Shen also four and four with Gen Poison Elena. I really liked his poison pick against Elena. Yeah, yeah. I thought that made a mm-hmm, lot of sense. Mm-hmm. That was he, and it really turned out well. Third place was Kinedbu Elena, the last chance qualifier. Mm-hmm. Third place overall went five and three. Yeah,
0: made it in the last chance qualifier, and I gotta say I really enjoyed his Elena. Oh yeah, it was. It actually looked like he played Elena. Agreed. Like, he didn't know some of the really, like, really nitty-gritty details, but, you know, everyone else is just like, low-jab, low-jab, low-jab. But he actually felt like he was taking advantage of a lot of tools that she has. You know what I really
1: liked was that he jumps more often with her. Mm-hmm. He doesn't jump at, like, the range where, like, oh, I'm going to jump in and hit you with my fierce. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. But he jumps at this range where you can't do anything about it. Mm -hmm. she just she moves and you can't hit her out of the air because that's how she is Uh and She she, like he moves forward a lot at just this interesting jump range that's like not actually gonna hit unless the the opponent moves forward. The
0: only way that you could anti-air is if you like forward dash and then uppercut, and no one's thinking about doing that at those ranges. So
1: yeah, actual Elena Main you know, he figured stuff out.
0: (laughs) I mean, the funny (laughs) thing (laughs) is the reason why I really enjoyed watching Kindebu as well is when I first saw Elena, I was just like, you know what, stand short is too good of a button. Like, this thing reaches way too far. I don't care if it doesn't hit low. This thing just yeah. hits super far. And I was like, so obviously EX Mallet Smash is really good, but if you only use it, you're going to die. Right. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to stand short Link's Tail all day because it's hard to punish. That was my original game plan thinking about how to use Elena, and that's that's what Kingdebu did. God, he harassed with that all Especially day. Especially
1: Link's Tail got a little bit better. Yeah. Like, yeah. the hitbox line, it got a little bit better. So, yeah, it's really good.
0: And so it was just really cool to see, you know, one of those on-paper situations where someone actually applies your theory and then you find out that, yeah, you know. That is cool. Yeah, it's, it's always nice
1: to see. Congrats so. to Kindebu Elena. Yeah. Second place, Nemo, Rolento, mm-hmm. 5 and 3, plus
0: 3 So overall. so. Uh, 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 also, we should mention that in the round, robin, the two top players then had to play a grand finals. There you go. And so Nemo was one of them.
1: Yes, he was. But first place overall was Punko, mm-hmm. Seth, and Fuerte. Yes. Seven and one. Seven and seven and one. Nine. Plus eleven overall. The nearest is plus four. So he had plus seven games over everybody else. That's really impressive. Um, to only have one loss. Are you looking it up right now? Yeah, Shen. Shen, to Shen.
0: Shen beat oh, him.
1: he got 3-0'd by Gen. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, no, I was I was super impressed by Punko the whole time. Oh, um, oh yeah. I, and in all the different matchups, you know, you see them here. E- Evil Ryu, he had to play against Rolento, Sagat, Akuma, Elena. Uh, I guess also probably Makoto. Um, he just played them all so well. Like I just really like his spacing now. Isn't that? It's like weird to say, but, <laughs> but, but it is. It's Look, true.
0: The way that he's, he's more patient. Yeah. It's interesting because the delayed wake up, the forcing of people to have to rely less on Vortex and set play, I feel like, and just Capcom Cup in general, I give a lot of credit to the Capcom Pro Tour, Capcom Cup existing. Mm. The improvement level that I've seen in some of the top players has been ridiculous, between right now the two that stand out in my head right now are tokido and punko what we saw from tokido and two of the biggest set play monsters right two mm-hmm. of the biggest brain players you know brain more more brain and body kind of players less heart but like you say punko yeah punko you say brain i said less
1: oh you said less brain wait well, oh, oh, he's smart now, but okay, in okay. Tokido so
0: was a brain player. Bunko, yes. not as much. Yeah, no, in twenty eleven right. he was. Yeah, you're right. One out of five. Well, on that. in any case, both of them were missing this one par- t- particular component. Yeah. And it's actually interesting now that you mentioned it. They're kind of backwards from each other in that respect. One of them really tried to learn the heart. The other one really tried to learn the brain. And and just like the fact that these two players have improved so drastically being already great players yeah like it's just it's beautiful to see I I love watching it that's why like seeing Tokido at Canada Cup and seeing Punko what he did here at CPT Asia I think it's just fantastic
1: they're they're big threats for this Capcom Cup thing that's going to be happening yeah they both are yeah
0: if they keep playing the way that they're doing right, right. now well it's yeah. very soon now
1: so hopefully they hopefully they do mm-hmm. yeah um, so anyway Punko was already qualified by points of course now an official qualifier automatically and as you said that opened up the spot for mise so now mise makoto also in there very happy that makoto got in it's just cool to have more characters involved Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um i haitani almost made it right you know in in brazil Brazil, Brazil. but uh not quite and so it's going to be one makoto i think that's cool
0: yeah, yeah. So, but shout outs to Punko. Shout outs to good job to him. Let's see if he can keep it going at Capcom Cup. So.
1: You know, as to as to whether it was. I, I don't mean to be mean to Punko. I just. I think he would, would even agree that he's gotten more patient and cautious and smarter. I feel like, oh, he, yeah. like it would be impossible to deny that.
0: Look, I already said that I don't have the brain part, right? Yeah. If someone came up to me and said, "Wow, James, you're playing much smarter than you used to," I wouldn't consider that an insult. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I would be complimented. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> um,
1: anyway, that was Capcom Pro Tour Asia okay. in Singapore. Mm-hmm. Capcom Cup. Somebody asks. Uh, weekend of December fifth through sixth
2: mm-hmm.
1: in San At the Francisco. PlayStation Experience. <laughs> uh, we have repeated that line many a time recently. <laughs> Yes. Hopefully you'll be able to see
0: the fruits of our labors pretty soon. Hopefully so. Uh, Mm -hmm.
1: All right, well, let's talk about Rewired in Arizona. Mm
2: -hmm. How does
1: that sound? Sure. So Rewired was uh, a sort of reboot, I think, of Arizona as having a regional. Oh, okay. Because it hadn't, this is not related to previous Arizona regionals, but, you know, for a long time they had devastation. Right, right. And that sort of went south. And there were some problems that people had with the organizers of that, and uh, they just they wanted to distance themselves th- them, themselves from that. Mm-hmm. But to have a major in that, or you know, start they were being realistic. I think right. starting out as a regional, um, I think that's great. I'm really happy for the area of Arizona.
0: Yeah. And it was really cool too because um, it wasn't just Arizona as well. A lot of California went out there. So yeah. Cal and Nor Cal made it out there. Texas was Texas there. Texas was there. Yeah. So it was actually really kind of cool. Uh, very exciting to see. And um, I mean, and I think that the the results actually there was definitely something very discussion worthy and very noteworthy of the results.
1: Agreed. Okay. So unfortunately, the only results that I have are Street Fighter Four.
0: Okay. Okay. There no. were other games there, there were, as well.
1: So. Yeah. I didn't so that's the only one that I was able to find again please send us a link if you have more Mm -hmm. results Uh, Street Fighter 4 top 8 was uh, Rock and El Moco Latte okay fifth places were F99 Driftwood the organizer of the event don't you know yes that is correct good job to him good Good job Nick
0: and I guess Velociraptor moved back to Arizona I think so so yeah so he's actually officially Arizona again
1: yeah Um, and then Ramasama Mm. nice good work fourth place was El Cubano Loco so that's Northern California we just had Arizona we have Texas Louisiana Mm -hmm. Um, third place Velociraptor so from Arizona Mm -hmm. moved to SoCal back in Arizona now Gokin and Honda Honda
0: no he he played Honda to try to counterpick
1: something it didn't work he tried to counterpick it on the second place player Tommy Guns the Hakan player Formerly Seth Player, Hakan Player now, from Texas. That's
0: right, the one that uh, fought Crack Fiend in that, uh, in that money match, and and won pretty pretty soundly. So. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but he got here up all the way to second place and. Velociraptor did pick pick Honda to try to counter him because he blew up his Gokin, which is odd because I I think I heard that Velociraptor put Tommy Guns into losers. Oh, is that so? Yeah, but I think it's just on the run back, Tommy thought about it a lot, realized some of the mistakes that he made, and was able to uh, beat him up. I see.
1: I can find that. Oh, you're right. That happened second round. Dang.
0: Yep. But first place? Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes.
1: Snake Eyes from Southern California.
0: Mm -hmm. And Tommy Guns, keep in mind in Grand Finals, he was coming for Bluesers Bracket, Yeah,
1: put up a great fight the first game, and then just
0: fell apart in the next two games, and that was just... So, apparently, this was the first time he's left Texas for a tournament?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, okay. So, honestly, that's where I think that kind of came in from. It's like, the scope of things, I'm I'm in Grand Finals, I'm playing Snake Eyes, I'm not in my usual comfort area. And then it just, once you lose that first game, you're like, man, I put everything in there and I still lost. And then your mind plays tricks on you in those situations. Yeah. And then I think that's just what happened to him because other than that, he was playing very, very well. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I I think there might have been a little bit of trepidation when it comes to playing Snake Eyes as well. Snake is so good when it comes to reads. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, you can see that. How many headbutts? Neutral jump up fierce headbutt. Oh, Jesus Christ! Did he get him <laughs> that set? Like Seventeen of them. A bunch. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Very rare that you see that, but he did. He got it quite a few times. So
0: I mean, Project Wolf asks, shouldn't we just do like? Analyzing vods and stuff like that, dude. If we had budget and time, we would hundred percent do that. That'd be that. super cool. Oh yeah, I mean that's like that's like end game, you know. If yeah. if we've like made it, we can have this TV in the back and show the matches <laughs> and be like have a TV on the wall showing the matches oh, and, and analyze it. Dude, one of these days.
1: Really, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would be awesome.
2: I'd love yeah, it. But... uh huh, Because
0: uh-huh. I mean, that Let's also see. requires that all the event people put up the vods. And give us permission to use them and stuff like that. Obviously, if you're ESPN, you already have permission from the NBA and the NFL to use all these footage.
1: That's true. Stuff That's like true. That. But yeah. sometimes it costs big bucks. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. And there are also people who do it as they're living. They're not, they're not like showing up here five minutes before the show <laughs> after getting off of work.
0: <laughs> or five minutes after the show, you know. Depending
1: oh, maybe on sometimes. So, yeah. 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 But in any case. You, you know, know, we do what we can do.
0: But honestly, uh, Tommy played super well. And it's just, it's just another example, again, to me that I just think Hakan is so good. Mm. And just people don't use him right. And even Tommy, as well as he played him, he—I mean, I saw you in the chat for Rewired, and you were just like, why are you not picking Ultra 2 against Zangief and stuff know. like that? You know, there was just a lot of things he could have did to have improved his mm-hmm. chances. And
1: You know, there's a range in Hakan versus Zangief where if Geef jumps in, it doesn't matter what he presses in the air— Light kick DDT anti air Really? Yeah. You just don't jump. I
0: bet you snake eyes would go to the lab and test every button to see. <laughs> well, I've already done that. Oh, right? you did? Yeah, you can... Jumping forward loses. Jumping fierce yeah. loses. All yes. these things. Wow. That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy, dude. Oh, but man. nobody knows
1: that stuff. So, anyway. Yeah. It'll never be important, <laughs> dude. I
0: mean, I keep joking that I—it's I, so funny because I tweeted. I was like, "Dude, two years from now, when Ultra Street Fighter Four is no longer the big game, someone's gonna finally just go and play Hakan and all of a sudden become like super good with him." I
1: and hope so, but.
0: And the funniest one was that Shen uh, Chang tweeted back in music, like, "Want to bet?" <laughs> That's all he said. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: And
0: I said to Shane, I was like, sure, 20 bucks. Really? <laughs> let's do uh, it, no. yeah. So with, there you
1: with, go. With uh, open-ended timeline?
0: Yeah, open-ended timeline, okay. I
1: guess. So whatever.
0: <laughs> I mean, dude, it's, it was funny. Yeah, so yeah. it's funny. So. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. man. Uh,
1: all right, that was Street Fighter. It looks like you have a couple of other, yeah, other games. Yeah, so
0: uh, let's just go through, like, maybe top three here, because it's the easiest that I can get through. Is right. this for Marvel just press full results? Oh. Ooh, oh look at that. Oh, oh well, there's... Look, so literally only eight people who entered this.
1: Wow. No, this is just the top eight. Oh, this, this is the top just eight. eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I'm> an idiot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is why I rate myself low on the oh, frame. No, i no, just kidding. Um, so top eight was uh, Not Soy and Goth Dad in seventh place. Tied for fifth place was iHeartJustice Justice and Ninja Nam. Fourth place was BT Angelic in one of his first tournaments back. Actually. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, third place was Ron Masanma. Uh, second place was forward,
1: okay. Nice. Former
0: melee smash player, and yeah. first place, kind oh. of being a really good threat these days <laughs>
1: is Ryan LV from Las Vegas. That, yeah. he's the
0: Chun Li Phoenix player, yeah. right? So he's been doing really, really well. So
1: Chun Li Morgan Phoenix. Yep, a really interesting team. Really, yeah, interesting.
0: I just like the fact that like he stays up in the air with Chun Li and keeps calling Phoenix. It's so Phoenix. cool, man. I, yeah, you know, it's just that's uh, why Marvel is like so interesting now. The neutral game yeah. and just the team they construction is is really. Shout out to Marvel. Something. Yeah. Uh, KI Top Eight. Where's the results with standings? standings? Standings, standings. Oh, there okay. Here go. We go. So uh KI Top Eight uh, was BOTB Rusty Marco and Goth Dad uh, in seventh place. Fifth place was TGZ Balak and TGZ Boss Wolf in fifth. Fourth place was TGZ Bay Boo, and third place was TGZ SVMs big group here. I guess. Big Killer Instinct group. Um, second place was Sayjam. Oh, nice. nice. Okay. Good work. And first place was Bloody Ziff. Nice. Alright, and uh oh, this is you. That's I already the? did that. Yeah, we're, uh, okay, whatever. NKI. Okay, so I guess those are the only games that were there, so. so there you go. That was Rewired Arizona. So definitely check that out if you guys get a chance.
1: Yeah, indeed. Uh, I haven't gotten any tweets or anything about results from
2: okay.
1: Rumble in the Tundra or I Buy Power Cup. I believe Knuckledu won the I Buy Power Cup. Uh,
0: yes, he did, and he won it really, really soundly as yeah. well. Yeah, um, you could tell he was just the most veteran player it there, like e- even at, at at twelve years old. or However old he is right now, <laughs> um.
1: he's he's uh, in his twenties now, I think yeah I know I know
0: I know but uh kriterion was in second place uh, third place might have been
1: uh, was it Filipino man? I, yeah I want to say it was Filipino man
0: but yeah so uh, it was it was really cool it was I mean literally it came out of nowhere this this event. Like, it was announced a week before it took place. And I guess this one was at the eSports Arena. Mm. And, um, yeah, iBuyPower, just, uh, I don't even know what they do. They just came and tried to run a tournament.
1: Ooh, somebody has the bracket there. Hmm,
0: cool. Much
1: appreciated, folks. There you
0: go. I even went
1: to levelup.challenge.com, but it wasn't there. It's a different link. All right, so seventh place is Chris G and D Chong.
0: Oh, nice. Okay,
1: okay. Fifth place is Julio... And Kai, that's right. <laughs> Raymond Happy Tang,
0: Tang, Kai, guy who hates the game, hates it, doesn't even play it anymore,
1: hasn't played, played it forever. Yeah, fifth place. Fifth place. Oh god, that was just—he got better than Chris G, <laughs> <laughs> and the same as Julio. Oh god, it was embarrassing. Um, no, he's a he's a good player who, as we said, doesn't like the game at all. Yeah. Never practiced. Yeah. And so instead of doing... Like, he would have a read that somebody would do a crouch tech, And instead of doing, like, some kill strong hit. into whatever... Yeah. yeah, whatever he does into big damage, he just does parry. Because he... Because he wants to
0: be a jerk. He wants to play third strike, and that's it. All he wants to do is prove to you that he knew what you were going to do... Exactly. ...beforehand. That's all he wants to and do. And
1: he's pretty good at that. So, yeah. you know, all right, well, that yeah. happened. Fourth place was... YP Filipino man wearing the uh, jersey. That's right. Oh,
0: I remember who was third place. Now yeah,
1: did really well. SD Panoy. Yeah, shout outs to SD Panoy.
0: Sure. So beating Mago at Evo and at Scr. That's right. So there's a the player. There's a player right there. Look, if you guys are watching this and you're like, I want to sponsor a player, <laughs> and you want to find some like a more relatively unknown yeah. person who will do well if you give them the chance. Pretty upside. S D Panoy is, is a good one. I agree. Although right now I think we discussed this. It's kinda hard right now because Street Fighter is on the horizon. People probably want to see wait until they see players who are yeah, proving themselves sense. in Street Fighter Five. So But he's one to keep an eye on. Agreed. He's one to keep an
1: eye on. As so. you said, Chris Detarian, second place, winner, liquid knuckledew. That was the I buy power cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and honestly,
0: it didn't look like anyone really I mean, in winners bracket, Knuckle Dude just he just he destroyed Chris and, and and it almost looked like he was just at one point in time just started trolling, was just like I'm just gonna hit you with upside down kicks, woo, and just doing crazy stuff. In the winners bracket, I was a little closer, but KnuckleDude just outclassed
1: everybody. Yeah, so. pretty much, yeah. man. Uh, well, I finally did get some results for Rumble in the Tundra. Oh, Thank sweet! Thank you very okay. much to people who posted it up in the chat, etc. Really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Ultra Street Fighter Four, top eight, Shin Lad and Mittens, fifth place. Flipside, Alucard and Halal KS Tali. Uh-huh. Uh, fourth place was 412 Diaphone. PG Coach Steve got third. Nice. Yomi Dominion second. EGK Brad won it. Nice. Where was this one at? This was in Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo, okay, New York. Okay, gotcha. Let's talk about Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom three. Oh yeah, this was actually good. I saw this. Um, top eight blue blazer and AGN kid goggles fifth place UA Noel Brown and KPB DCB SDG scamby <laughs> fourth place wedge <laughs> I appreciate that wedge third place TOSF the HQ page. SJ oh, Toronto the street Fighter um, SJ from Canada then Flux got second. Winner was PG Coach Steve. <laughs> he beat
0: Flux up. <laughs> he did. Because <laughs> that was the big rivalry at one point in time, remember? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh man. Uh,
1: nice. That was a good one. Okay, good Then stuff. let's see, what else happened? MK, um, MK, assume. sure. Let's talk about MK. Uh, oh yeah, I saw some of this too. It was pretty good. Eighth place. seventh places. 412, Diaphone, and Sue Fifth places, Alucard, and... Wow. Five Fog uh, Grills. Fourth place, CR Honeybee. Wow. Dang. Oh, yeah. Third place, like Yomi Burger King. <laughs> Forever right. King. I mean, you lost a match. Yeah. You lost a, yeah, bet. Yeah, yeah. Lost a match. <laughs> had to change his name. Huh? CR Biohazard, second place. Ferator. Terator yes. One day, one day. Yes. Then Yomi FBA Forever King Jr. won it. Mm. Well, I think that's awesome because Forever King Jr. Is still in high school and if he's Forever King's little brother. Shouldn't he be Burger King Jr. at this point? <laughs> <laughs> What's the uh, uh what was it Carl's Jr.? Uh it's too late. It's too late. Okay, okay. It's, it's too late for a Carl's Jr. joke. Um <laughs> Yeah, I look like got fifth. Uh but yeah, I mean those those top four Honeybee, Burger King, Forever King, uh Biohazard <laughs> and, and Forever King Jr., they had some really good matches. right. right. They really
0: did. Okay. Good stuff.
1: Good stuff. I was really happy to see that Fer- that Ferritor got second place, and he mauled some people in that tournament. Yeah. Um, okay. But in Sorry. the end, you know, Forever King Jr. just played really, really well. Okay. Good tremor. Nice.
0: Um, I do have some Topanga League stuff here, but uh, gosh, it's always hard for me to figure out what the heck is going on with the Topanga League at this point in time.
1: Top three of Exerd, Ryan, Ken, then second D-Link, Lord Knight. K I T Lilimaje in first place.
0: Okay. Well, I guess we can skip the Topanga League ratings rankings okay, for sure. now because it's going to keep going in a little bit. So, uh, just I, I didn't I couldn't parse the results quickly enough. So. Yeah, no problem. Okay. Is that um, it for tournament results? Uh, for past results. tournaments, yes. So for upcoming tournaments, we have some news. Uh, for some for for a couple of things. Um. Apparently, they've already revealed that, I mean, this is no surprise to anybody who understands how these things work, but Capcom is hard at work already on the Capcom Pro Tour 2016, Uh and that some details, I guess, will be announced at Capcom Cup. If you guys remember, last year at Capcom Cup is when they dropped the $500,000 bomb on us from Sony, right? Ooh, yeah. So I'm curious to see what they're going to announce this year. I mean, I honestly don't think there's anything they can announce that will have that kind of impact, but... Obviously, you know, you're probably expecting like it's gonna be Street Fighter V or and there will be the minor Street Fighter 4. Who knows what's going on in that situation? But there should be some details coming up over there. Also, final round 19 has been scheduled for March 18th through March 20th. Nice. The online registration is now open. So, always something to go to. Yes, one of the big tournaments. And in fact, has largely been always the opener premiere event. For Capcom Cup. That's true. So, uh, for the Capcom Pro Tour, so it should be pretty exciting. So of course, to go.
1: you know, very strong Tekken scene traditionally, and mm-hmm. they got some good stuff over there for MK, and, you know, it's always a good tournament.
0: Um, also, in Atlantic City, New Jersey, this coming weekend, so this is events this coming weekend now, there's going to be Smash at GameCon, or GameiaCon, it looks like. Uh, this is going to be streamed on hitbox.tv slash hitbox arena. Okay. This is going to be Smash Brothers Melee, Smash Wii U, and Project M. Cool. There you go. So check that out. Again, that's Atlantic City, New Jersey. Uh, there is Dueling the KOF 14th season. Don't think this means that it's going to be KOF 14.
1: Pretty sure that it's just going to be.
2: Well, the 14th. no, it says which games.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. It's going to be twitch.tv slash dueling underscore the underscore KOF. Cool. This is going to be taking place at the Japanese KOF arcade event at Neo Amusement Space Acho in Kyoto. Acho, of course, check them out on YouTube. They just have match oh, videos.
1: Every like, game.
0: More than you can possibly imagine.
1: Yeah. But know, the games that are going to be bit. played
0: here. Yeah, so there's KOF 2002 Ultimate Match 2 on 2 tournament, KOF 98 3 on 3 tournament. Interesting. Huh. The original KOF 98. Unless it is, I don't know if it's going to be the later one or not. The update. Uh, KOF 13 Climax 3-on-3 Tournament, KOF 2002 Regular Singles mm. Tournament, KOF 11 Singles Tournament, and possible KOF 99, 2000, or 2001 Singles Tournament.
1: Okay, well that sounds like a lot of good KOF action right yeah, there. Yeah, I know, that's awesome. That <laughs> is at TV slash dueling underscore the underscore KOF. And mm. what day is it? Friday, um, November 20th, 9 p.m., um,
0: through Monday, November twenty-nine,
1: three a.m. Not sure
0: of time zone. Yeah. Well, most of these time. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. I'm not sure. Not sure. Okay. Uh, out in France, uh, at around around arrondissement, <laughs> at Lyon 8e arrondissement, uh, France. I'm totally making this up again. Is a street it's, it's grand battle. It's precious. 2k15 which will be streamed on hitbox.tv slash versus fighting tv on for, for a french stream and for an international stream it's going to be twitch.tv slash unequaled media so again this is a french usf4 tournament at the miga in Lyon, france
1: in the ae arrondissement
2: mm-hmm
0: and uh, 4,000 lira, I'm sorry, euros, cash price, lira, (laughs) Jesus. Uh, And yeah, it's gonna be USF4, 1v1 on Xbox 360, uh, 128 player cap, and USF4, 2v2 on 360 as well, 64 team cap. Cool. Uh, Jamillion Presents, Ultra Rage at Gamiacon. So I guess Gamiacon is a convention that's coming up here. Uh, but uh, I'm assuming that this is put on by uh, Jamillion, who also does interviews and stuff like that. Uh, she's interviewed both of us before. Uh, this is going to be on hitbox.tv/slash KPB Live. And it's going to be USF4 on the 360, UMVC3 on the 360, and MKX on PS4. So that is going to be on Saturday and Sunday uh, this coming weekend.
1: GamiaCon is a festival from November 20th to 22nd in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Okay. Created to help artists in game creation to thrive by providing a space for them to showcase new work.
0: There you go. Sweet. So they're going to have some tournaments over there. Cool. Uh,
1: Northwest Majors Drop
0: Zone, which is going to be taking place in Des Moines, Washington. Uh, this is going to be streamed on TV slash... Where? Des Moines, Washington, oh. I guess. Not... Uh, 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 Des Moines, Iowa? Is is that the capital of Iowa? or?
1: Oh, th- there's one in Washington. Yeah, I know,
0: I know. But I was just saying, not that one, but yeah.
1: the Washington Des Moines.
0: Yeah. So it's going to be on streamed on twitch.tv slash teamchaos and twitch.tv slash 62-bit gaming. And, um, of course, this is... Uh, Team Chaos. So I'm assuming this is just kind of like the minor version of Northwest Majors, right? Because they're gonna have. Oh, this is a Smash Brothers event. This is specifically for Smash Brothers. Because they're gonna have a Melee singles event, a Wii U singles event, a Melee doubles event, a Wii U doubles event, a brawl singles event, regular Smash Brothers '64 singles event, and a Project M singles event. Nice. So there you go. The Northwest Majors Drop Zone also Saturday through. Sunday, essentially. So Shabundo
1: says that that is 20 miles south of Seattle.
0: Oh, nice. Okay. There you go. Uh, also this weekend at the Next Level uh, Arcade in Brooklyn and New York. Team Stickbug, of course, always doing what he can for all of the anime games and all the last few events that he's run at um, NLBC. Have, oh, not NLBC. At Next Level have been really packed and really, really good stuff. Uh, So that will be taking place on Saturday. This will be streamed on NYC Furby, twitch.tv slash nycfurby, and will be BBCPEX, Exerd, and Uniel. So definitely check that out. Should be some fun stuff.
2: Cool. Uh,
0: Also, this weekend in Tokyo, uh, Master Cup 8, which is the Tekken 7 Arcade 5-on-5 Team Tournament at Tokyo Leisureland, Palette Pallet Town in Tokyo, Japan. Largest Tekken, largest Tekken tournament ever with 187 teams, which means 935 entrants. Dang! That's so good! Master Cup 8. And it is going to be streamed on Twitch.tv slash GameNewton. Twitch.tv slash Tekken. Awesome. And twitch.tv slash green Tekken. <laughs> so three different uh places. Again, if you wanna awesome. if you wanna catch up on information on that, FTC Calendar, tinyurl.com slash FTC Calendar.
1: Any of those tournaments that we just talked about, you can find all the info there. Yeah, but man, this
0: is 187 teams, 935 so entrants. That is ridiculous, so and you know I mean there's a lot of Tekken players in Japan and mm-hmm. a lot of times people ask how come a lot of these guys don't come out to the US i actually heard that the Tekken players I, I think they just said they don't think that the US players are as good so it's just nice, ah. not as much point to travel
1: I but, see I do Syndrome eh? well yeah. that, that turned out interesting definitely for gonna Ogawa, be,
0: so. definitely going to be a lot of fun though oh the yeah that sounds like
1: one to watch so. for sure that's cool.
0: And then also a Mikado Exerd tournament, uh, which is taking place in Shinjuku, Tokyo, at the at the Mikado arcade, at the Takad god, you know, I tried to do this when I was doing the X Mania stream. Yeah. I had to say this so many times and I, I, I kept messing it Go up. Go for
2: it.
0: Takadanobaba Game Center in Mikado. in Shinjuku, Tokyo the weekly Guilty Gear Xrd Revelator tournament. Of course, if you want to check out Revelator, twitch.tv slash Jonio-san, which is J-O-N-I-O-san. Jonio always streaming a lot of really good Revelator stuff. In fact, most of the people have been in the U.S. have been getting all of their Re- Revelator knowledge and news through Jonio-san. Mm. So he's always doing a really good job there. So. Cool.
1: That's awesome. Yep. That will be on Saturday?
0: Saturday, November 21st. 1 a.m. through 7 a.m. Oh, so, so basically Friday
1: night. Some U.S. time, I guess. Yeah, this is
0: U.S. time, so Friday night-ish, you know what I mean? So yeah. you're going to have to stay up to 2 Saturday morning to watch this. But again, twitch.tv slash Jonio-san. Takado Baba. Yeah.
1: Takada no Baba.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, that, that's yeah, you're probably right. Takada. Takada no Baba, yeah. That's cool.
1: Okay. They're, they're from the 12th arrondissement.
2: <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> I spit at you
0: Anyways, okay Enough of the uh, stereotypes there The racial stereotypes So that's all events Not coming up <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go
2: on.
1: Uh, uh, anyway. No, it's, it's so terrible well, just, just move on, let's just move on, it's too late it.
0: Okay, okay uh, Okay, uh, games news Do you want to just jump on to the games news? Sure Okay Games news. Where are we? Games news. Games news. Okay. Big stuff in the games news world. I I feel like that this is one of the biggest coups that I have ever seen in fighting games recently.
1: It's It's super cool.
0: Smash Wii U. They just had the Nintendo Direct. Look, my theory now... I saw someone else say this theory, and I agree 100% with this theory, that Nintendo was the one that leaked all the Street Fighter V news to throw the scent off of people paying attention to Nintendo because they dropped a bomb.
1: Yeah, yeah. They
0: dropped a bomb because no one saw this coming. Zero rumors. Cloud is in Super Smash Bros. Wii U. Yeah. He is coming to Super Smash Cloud from Final Fantasy VII is showing up.
1: I just didn't know it. I mean, I just caught me totally off guard, <laughs> right? Like and even like even more than some of the other guest characters that they've had in the mm-mm. past. He's not like he's from a PlayStation game, you know. It like was nice.
0: the it was the PlayStation game that was traitor to Nintendo. Yeah, because that's right, because that's Final right. Fantasy had been on Nintendo yeah. all the way through six, and Final Fantasy was largely associated with Nintendo. Sure. Then it was announced Final Fantasy seven on the Sony PlayStation, and all the Nintendo fans were like, "No,
2: you traitor!" I,
1: including me, I was sad because I didn't have a PlayStation.
0: Yeah, and and Nintendo holds no grudges, and that's here we so go. Cool. Cloud is going to be in Smash Wii U. And I saw a lot of people were actually mad about that because they're like, oh, it should just be about Nintendo history. Cloud has no place.
1: Dude, at this point in time... Snake was in the last one. Come on.
0: Smash is a living, breathing video game museum at this point.
1: That's a good way to put it. And,
0: yeah. And, and, like, it's very hard to see something out of place. Like, I, I tweeted that. I was like, it's really hard to have any fi- video game character be out of place, and... People started naming some to try to, you know, see if I would like yeah, okay, Kratos might be kinda weird. Because, you know, Kratos oh. wants to dismember people, so I, yeah. I don't know how you put him in the game or anything like that, right? But still, I mean, it's just at this point in time, it feels like a video game museum to me.
1: Yeah, and they, like, they, they've they done such a great job with all of the characters that they've put in, like, really representing them well.
0: Yeah, like, dude, Pac-Man, like, I can sit there and do his taunt for, like, days just to see all the things yeah. that come out, you know, like Xevious. When the Xevious mothership showed up... It's just, like, the most ridiculous size. <laughs> like, I just died. I, uh, it's so no, great. It's awesome.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm always impressed by that. And it's not just that. I mean, they have all the music in there mm-hmm. from older games. Dude, with Ryu,
0: they put in the old CPS-2 sound effects. Dude, right? that's amazing.
1: Yeah. So I, I think it's... it's... It, didn't they use CPS-1 sound effects? I'm sorry, yeah, CPS-1 yeah. sound effects. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, dude, man, like...
0: Someone, I saw this comment, too, uh, on Facebook. But someone's like... This is like those game facts character battles come to life. You know what I mean? It's like it's yeah. and I and I Googled a banner, like just to just to post it on, on Twitter. And the banner had like fifteen characters on them and like one of them was Solid Snake. So uh-huh. it was like 18, eight out of the fifteen characters have actually been in a Smash game, seven currently.
1: That's awesome. <laughs>
0: It's just ridiculous when you think about it. It's, oh, it's amazing! It's so awesome. So yeah, I I I just I don't know. It's just it's so out of nowhere. It was so out of left field, but oh, yeah. awesome to them. But all I say to that now is, please, Simon Belmont. Please, oh, Simon be cool. Belmont. And everyone's reaction is, Konami sucks. Now, good luck. Oh, that's and a good point. Yeah, it's, that that is a really good point. It makes me sad. <laughs> but dude, don't I just snake keep either, thinking. Because, like, the original Simon Belmont, right? Yeah. I mean, I've said this on... St- I know I've said this on the show before. Yeah. But he has those four weapons. He has the boomerang, yeah, right. yeah, the really axe, the, the, wa- the holy water, the yeah. dagger. And then, like I said, his final smash could be the stop clock. Like, as soon as you activate, it, just goes, and everyone freezes, and you just hit him. That makes total sense, yeah. It's just that the axe wouldn't be a good recovery tool. You'd have to figure out a way but to I make it work know. right, you know? Maybe you should just axe, and if it hits the edge, it sticks to there, and then you'll whip it automatically and climb back up or something. I don't
1: know. It's I, you know what I wanted to say. It's not going to happen, but you never know.
0: Dude, with the rate that they're yeah, going exactly. at this point in time, yeah, dude, that'd be so cool. In any case, that's awesome. He's going to be joining Mega Man and Sonic and Mario and Link and all those guys. Oh
2: yeah. So and Ryu. Uh, yeah.
0: So uh, look forward to that soon uh, also another character announced nine is joining blaze blues central fictions playable cast I don't know much about this character yeah um, obviously he's she's very much part of the lore she's a, a female witch character in blaze blue seems like blaze blues Eno basically um, but uh, I saw a lot of people excited about this you know they, they've also been clamoring for Jubei to show up but Jubei is a character that I guess is supposedly too strong to show up in one of these games, but I, don't I know. just don't
1: know anything about the story to be honest. Um, but yeah. that that's cool. I'm looking forward to seeing how yeah, that goes. There any- are a couple of shots of it in uh, it was Famicom. Mm-hmm. Uh or was, Famitsu. Yeah, Famitsu. Fam- yeah. 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 Um Yeah. See, it looks cool. I mean, you can't see too much of it, but oh, uh,
2: yeah, okay.
1: Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah you can. There's like some planes or something. You don't yeah. really know what's going on yet. And she's going to have some gimmick, I'm sure, like all the characters do. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, they are all interesting designs, so I'm interested to see how that turns out.
0: Mm hmm. And uh, speaking of Blaze Blue Central Fiction, apparently the game will launch in the arcades in Japan on November 19th. All right. So there you go.
1: Okay, start the countdown. Yep. To. Other releases? Yep. Central Fiction Extend.
0: <laughs>
1: Eventually. So, oh, no, I just yeah. meant until it comes out on console. Oh, okay, okay. On console, yeah. But yeah, yeah there'll probably be more.
0: Yeah. Uh, Capcom also announced... So, recently, people have just been finding moments where they could just jump on the, the, the beta randomly. And um, apparently... Uh, these are just stress tests that Capcom run every once in a while. And they've actually said they're planning to run more stress tests even before the next official beta. So hmm. just keep an eye on it. Oh, okay. dude, like it gets out on stream like on Twitter, like instantly. Yeah. So, so, so basically keep an eye on either Maximilian's Twitter or Li Joe's Twitter, and like you'll find out right yeah, away. For sure. so yeah, but hopefully they'll be able to do some more stress testing. Honestly, since the first beta, I have barely touched it and it makes me really sad.
1: You didn't play the second beta? Barely. Oh, that's right. There were, yeah. We just
0: played that one night. Remember, remember. we played at the same time, but yeah, that was I all I got to do with it, so... Yeah. Uh,
1: well, probably game. the next time we'll play it is uh, Capcom Cup. Hopefully we get some time. That's true. Maybe we'll see.
0: Uh, also launching in Japan in arcades is yes. Skullgirl's second Encore. Uh, oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. Th- this is revi- r- arriving at home. 'Cause it's already in the arcade. Yeah, in Japan. exactly I was
2: gonna say this yeah. is this
0: is the home this is the home launch. So this will arrive on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation Vita in Japan on January twenty eighth. Remember it's full of uh, Japanese voice actors and such like that. So also shout outs to Lab Zero Indivisible got to nine hundred thousand before the three day mark, so they have an extension. Yes. I did play it on stream early, uh, last cool. week actually, it was really fun. And uh, like the, the the secret secret boss, like just destroyed me. But then like, oh, it was so sad. Like it destroyed me, and then it destroyed me, and then it destroyed me. And I finally got to the point where it looked like I was about to win. And right when I was about to kill it, the stream died. No. Yeah. Th- literally, the stream died, and when I came back up, I had already won. Oh no. So everyone was like, No, we missed it. So literally, I was like, They do a new game plus. You keep everything when you start it again, right? And I was like. Okay, you guys didn't see me beat this. I'm gonna do it again. I'm just gonna do, it. cause the game is fun, right? So yeah, I was like, I was, like, it too. I was like, I'm gonna do it again. Mike Z was on the chat at mm. the time, and he's like, okay. And so as soon as I started doing it, he started racing me.
1: Oh, what a jerk! He
0: started racing me. <laughs>
1: I beat him. Did you? Really I beat him. That's yeah, awesome. I
0: actually, I actually got to the secret boss again, and I beat the secret boss on my first try. Sick, dude. The second time around, and he died twice,
1: so. I didn't. I didn't know there was a secret boss. <laughs> I didn't get that far.
2: I guess. Well, because the thing fun, is, though.
0: when you beat the boss, you can actually escape the pit, but it like it requires ridiculous execution to get out of the pit. And then you can find like hidden and the, and the, and the place where the secret secret boss was, dude. There's no way I would have found it without the chat like telling me. Where... Okay. I was trying to find it on my own, but I just couldn't do it, and it was just like ridiculously hard to okay. find. So, yeah, there you go. So. Um, All right. But yeah, shout out to Lab Zero. Good game. Fun yes. game. Uh, a recent patch came out for Rising Thunder, bringing a lot more changes and stuff like that. Yeah. So in this day and age of playable betas, you know, yeah.
1: it's, it's really cool. So, And uh,
0: you said you started up and you said it looked really nice. Oh, like, it
1: looks so pretty. Um, It looks just so much better than it did before. I haven't played it, to, to be fair, mm-hmm. in a few updates. You know, it's been a little while. I took some time off from the game. I didn't want to feel like I knew... Everything because I didn't want to be like disappointed when something changed right, or whatever. Right. So I wanted to mm-hmm. sort of wait until it was more fleshed out. And I know they're still working on it, but I just thought I would go check it out today. It's really, it really is a lot nicer looking. Okay. Yeah, it really is. Um, and so I messed with Vlad just in training mode. He has this new move that's like a spin and then a wall bounce.
0: Right, right. right. It was the Bolshoi batter or something. Yeah, day. something like that. Uh, Bolshoi uh, or something.
1: I, I'm not really sure what to do with it. <laughs> we'll see. It's, it's okay. there instead of clobbering rush. Uh, okay. We'll see. I guess. Wolverine rush. That's what I always. call I it. I thought it sounds like rolling rush myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh Now there. I found some cool combos the cool setups, but I don't know how okay. practical that stuff is. Okay.
0: Um. By the way, how do you like? Is can I go to our own Twitch archives and like find clips and like export them to like YouTube and stuff yes. like that? So at the very end of that indivisible day, I just had the title screen sitting there. And she stands there, and like the wind blows, and leaves kind of drift by. And my cat jumped onto the TV and tried to catch all the leaves. No way! And it was the most adorable thing. And I really want that clip. I really want that clip. That's awesome! Yeah, it's it's, okay. Should be on. So I should come to like to the Ultra TV dashboard and like try to get to the archives. Oh yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. I'll show you how (laughs) it happens. Any case, um, um,
0: uh, interesting new technique that people are talking about in smash wii u now it only seems to work for with certain characters on certain stages may have advanced since then but apparently there's a way that once you grab the ledge you know normally all the get up techniques there's recovery on them like so if you roll there's delay at the end if you just climb up there's delay even if you attack people can block you and counter throw you etc shield throw you and such like that yeah but apparently there's a technique that it's like requires a few frame perfect like there's like two or three, three frame windows that you really have to get it perfect. But you can actually move away from the ledge, back to the ledge and jump and like do it so perfectly that you basically just jump onto the ledge. Yes. So oh. it's like, boom, and you're up there and without any lag. Right. So you like if someone's sitting there waiting to block, you can just go boom and then throw them right away. Or you can just come up and attack awesome. them and such. So it's a really interesting technique that I, I'm sure is going to get explored a little bit more. Obviously, the weakness of it is you have no invincibility, so if someone just attacks, you're you, you're you're hosed pretty much. So, but I think it would add to an interesting part of the, cool. the, the 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 mind games once you get to the ledge, you know. How yeah, it to sounds really that. interesting, and mm-hmm. I wonder
1: if it might go a little bit of a way to sort of tamping down some of the pushback against Smash Four from mm-hmm. melee players mm-hmm. that it's like less. <laughs> Tech heavy, right? Less um, execution heavy. Dude,
0: Melee a fourteen-year-old, 15 year I mean, Everybody game, forgets you know, it. Yeah, yeah. And there is a clip of this if you, you just go to Shoruken and make a do a search for lagless and uh, lagless and Smash Brothers Wii U, and you should be able to see some clips for that. So. Yeah, sounds cool. And uh, finally, uh, also part of that Nintendo Direct, they did announce that Pocket, oh I'm sorry, Puckkin tournament. That's right. Yeah. Puckken tournament is heading Pukken. to Wii U on March 18th in Japan Tekken so, yeah Tekken 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 so uh but yes uh so expect it spring 2016 uh in North America and Europe potentially as well so cool okay so that's all the game news that I have okay uh and I didn't the deal God, I didn't even switch it to games I am so fail status here
1: oh my goodness <sighs> Ken.
0: Uh, so we'll just jump straight to the community news. Community news. Community What's, news? Going yeah.
1: What's going on? What's uh, going on?
0: Episode two of Cultivation: House of Snake Eyes is out.
2: Ah.
1: Um,
0: narrated by Mr. Alex V. Of course, we That's didn't talk right. about episode one last week. Uh we did this interview with Snake didn't Eyes. We? I mean, we did the interview with Snake Eyes. We mentioned it there. oh But we didn't have a show last week. Oh, I guess this it was a little bit different. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. So, but Cultivation House of Snake Eyes episode 1 and 2 is out. You can check it out at redbull.com/cultivation. Really good stuff.
1: I agree. I I like it. I really really like it. I'm, I'm impressed the, uh, by the cinematography. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Uh, uh, direction, cinematography. I'm just it up. But it looks nice. <laughs> yeah, it's really and the content is really good. The content is meaningful. I, I like. Yeah. I like the stuff that they talk about and stuff like that.
1: It doesn't feel like, like sort of, what I would have thought five years ago. If I, if, if some big company was going to produce something in the FGC, I would have thought, oh, it's some fluff. <laughs> it's, they don't know what they're talking about. Right. It's just we're have we're going to have to explain things like. What's the life bar? and How do you mm-hmm. take off life? You know, which is a real question that somebody asked. Yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now it feels like there's like legit stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. people are actually interested in it. It's cool.
0: Yeah. And and you, you've got quite a beard in that episode too. I totally forgotten I had a beard. <laughs> in evil, yeah, it's hard. Dude, I forgot too when I it's saw it. It's hard to keep up with it. I saw it. I was like, holy crap. Wow. I
1: don't remember this for some reason. So. Even Even right now, <laughs> I don't know if I have a beard unless I go like this. I, don't, I have no idea. I just can't remember. It's it's It changes so frequently that there's just no way to hold it in my mind. I don't know.
2: Uh, that's
1: funny. It's like every two days, it's a different story. Anyway, I yeah. just forgot I had a beard. But um, it was cool.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, honestly, like, and then they even got Vi to do the narration and stuff like that. And it's just really cool. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's what's nice about it is because Vi is narrating it, he knows how the inflections... Should describe the fighting game stuff. He knows what's important about what things to uh, to emphasize. Right. on. It's not like some person who has no idea and like saying like, and sure, you know the show real kid was really buff. You know, or you know, I, you know
1: what I mean. It's I totally, I totally get what you mean. Yeah. Um, who who just posted it? Oh man. Lilith Black, a flurry, a flurry from Snake Eyes. <laughs> Her, it was this Evo oh, 20 twenty ten twenty
0: ten? Let's let's give. When what's Sesler. his name? Sessler. Adam Sessler, Adam Adam yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I feel sort
1: of bad for the guy, and he said later that it was hard for him to do. Yeah. And I mean, it's it is not easy if you don't know it, especially. I mean, he. I mean, I
0: heard he was kind of almost scarred by it a little bit because it's it, too bad. It was really brutal. The, I mean, honestly,
1: was it was pretty tough. Yeah. I
0: mean, he obviously made a lot of. Very glaring mistakes. I just didn't know
1: it, you know. So yeah. at, at this point, though, I feel like fighting games are power past that,
0: mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm.
1: I think that's awesome. I'm just right. anyway. I think that's really cool. Uh,
0: also announced this weekend during CPT Asia, one of the world's worst kept secrets for the past couple of weeks. But, yeah, uh, they even put the t- the teaser image of guess who? And you see someone's back and he's like pointing at the Razor jersey. And it's like, dude, it's, like, it's funny how everybody can recognize Infiltration from the back. I don't know what it is, but it was, like, <laughs> it was so obvious that it was Infiltration. Oh, that's funny. But Infiltration has joined Razor. Oh, wow, shout outs to him.
1: I mean, I feel like it's like he has been... Unsponsored by choice, don't you oh, think? Oh yeah, right? yeah,
0: absolutely, absolutely. Bon chan, same thing, probably. Right, probably you know?
1: so. Yeah, uh, just I imagine that they've had a bunch of potential suitors. So hopefully, whatever he, whatever deal he got with Razor, I hope it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's a, he's one of the best players for sure. Yeah, but dude, that
0: that team now. Oh yeah. Someone mentioned uh, three Evo champions are on that team: Shen, Infiltration, and Fudo. They're all Evo champions. Damn, that is. That is that's a team. That's hard to beat. That is a team. That's yeah. hard to beat. Yeah, but congratulations to Infiltration. Glad to see he sponsored one of those players that's been unsponsored for too long. But like you said, probably by choice.
1: They have they have four people in Capcom Cup. Razor. Yeah. Yeah. Now I think Inville, with Infiltration. RB, Shen, Fudo. Yeah. No oh, five Gak. Is oh Gak's in there as well? Wow. Do they have as many as? All of the America. Oh my God, is, they do. <laughs> they have as many as America. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh folks, oh that's bad news. <laughs> that's bad news. <laughs> that's bad news. <sighs> uh. Anyways. Anyways. Okay. Yeah, like I said, I feel I feel a little bit bad for Sessler. I don't want to roast him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. I know the situation. <laughs>
0: Oh my god. Okay. Uh, also, uh, another signing news, Panda Global continues to expand. Oh yeah. And this is actually something that makes me really happy. Hmm. So uh, Robert Wright, a.k.a. Wobbles, the man who popularized Wobbling with the Ice Climbers and Smash Brothers Melee, has signed with Panda Global. And I think that's awesome, because yeah. I had heard at one point in time that Wobbles was gonna stop playing he wasn't uh. gonna compete anymore and stuff like that and he's one of my favorite guys uh. because not only is he really i mean just because the ice climbers is just I'm beautiful yeah and there remember that one gift that we saw where he like
1: oh, i know exactly what yeah, talking about. he it's lands just, on yeah, the, yeah like, it's the most amazing I, what GIF? do they call the cloud ronald or something uh, I, I don't know I randall don't know. i think oh okay okay
0: <laughs> But um, he's gonna be playing and, and but he's also one of those really scientific people. He's a great writer. He's written a lot of good blog posts and stuff like that. So just a really cool guy in general. One of my one of my favorite Smash Melee players. So happy to see him sign, which hopefully means that he's gonna keep competing and keep yeah, cool. Playing, so all right, uh, Panda Global. In case you guys don't know, is the team that signed Filipino Champ. So, That's right. Filipino Champ is on that team. Also,
1: so. Coach Steve.
0: Oh, Coach Steve's on it. That. That's right. Yes, yes.
1: Hmm? And somebody I'm forgetting. Anyway.
0: Okay. Uh, on the opposite ex- spectrum of the uh, sponsorships, uh, Abigail has actually chosen to part ways with Team Black
1: Eye. Yeah. Interesting. Um,
0: no idea what's going on with that situation there. I, I, but
1: I hope that doesn't imply that he's going to not play anymore.
0: Right. Because uh, Nemo took off from there
1: right. as well.
0: That's true. So uh, black eye does not have either of those players. They still have Kane Blue River. They yeah. still have Takumi. They still have uh, Abe A O. Hmm. Uh, so they still have some strong oh, players yeah, okay. there. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think Black Eye is is kind of on the same level as a lot of the big sponsors out there and stuff. Maybe he's looking for a bigger sponsor and be. such like that. So okay. Uh, also, just wanted to give another shout-out once again to Novel Tataki and the series of videos that yeah. he's been making, the Guilty Gear Xrd Crash Courses. Um, he has two new videos because, obviously, he's been coming out one with one every week, and we haven't talked about it in two weeks. Um, he explores uh, Hit Confirming. And also starters, basically, um, hmm. just a beginning point for both combos and pressure through starter attacks, okay, which kind of falls into hit confirming as well, you know, in a way. But you know, really good stuff here again. Definitely check them out, especially if you're trying to get into Exert and learn some Exert as well. What's the channel? Oh, it's, it's a youtubecom Tataki, which is N-O-V-R-I-L-T-A-T-A-K-I. Yes, Novril Tataki. And then uh, also just really cool here, let me see if I can actually get a picture of it here onto the screen. Uh, Pop Culture Shock, which probably makes the most detailed uh, figures in, in all of fighting game. They, they have some ridiculous figures okay. here. Um, whoops. Kill that one. They're coming out with a brand new cami figure. Okay. Which is really, really, really nice actually obviously i care very deeply <laughs> about this yeah so here's the cami figure that they have that's coming out over here it's a really nice cami figure um let me see if you can so like here's a full body shot of it like this so it's based on the street fighter 5 okay and there's three colors of it so there's the green one, a good one oh and sick. The, yeah that and sweet. they have this one here which is the sick sick color right? i really like
1: that color scheme yeah
0: but nice. so now here's the question obviously I feel like it's my civic duty to own one of these things. It's, it's like $400, though. They've got payment plans yeah, for it and stuff like that. But if I were to get one, should I get the green one or the white one? Because I like original color. I like to respect the original color, right? Uh-huh. Obviously, this is not the original color cami. Indeed. But I do have the original color cami of this outfit you okay. know, and such like that. So. All right. What, what 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 would you guys uh what do you guys think white or green what do you guys think
1: I mean for me white is way better but you know you know me whatever whatever shows off her butt more is the one you should get but see
0: the that's what I like about this pop culture ones because I mean this is an American company here they actually made the figure and it's not like I mean look I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna lie right like you get figures from Japan. Guarantee you, there's nipples bursting out of that outfit, like, oh, maybe. just like like massively, right? And so it's actually kind of nice. It's very respectfully done and such like that. So I like I like what they've done with the figures and such like that here. So, but yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> a lot of people are saying uh,
1: she's got the harness there to green. protect her. Uh, yeah i don't know exactly. you know it's a whole uh, like pouches maybe i don't
0: know dude it's so funny you know, too, the harness like, it's, a,
1: it's vital the the, the harness
0: yeah the, the exclusive edition apparently comes with an alternate face as well so yeah. if you don't like the open mouth yell i think her things. face looks looks good it's like yeah i think it looks legit so dude because like justin came back from korea one time and he's like i got you this cami figure and I swear he was just doing it just to troll me or something like uh-huh. that. But it's this cami figure where she's like leaning all the way back and it's just like the outfit is like it's obviously very oh, it's cold like and so stuff like that. Yeah. It's, yeah. She's it's, a boob monster. Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, yeah, all right. All right. Uh, all right. But here's a. Speaking of awesome figures, by the way. <laughs>
1: the harness. I'm just sorry. Uh, anyway. Go on. Dude,
0: they're making Virtua <laughs> Fighter one figures.
1: So. Th- that is super cool, I have to Dude, say. That
0: is. So sick. Like, seriously, look at that. virtual Fighter 1 figure. Dude, look, dude,
1: dude, dude.
2: Oh, it's very
0: cool. Obviously, they're going to get painted when they get it released. Right. But still, to have the virtual Fighter 1 statues is, is awesome. It, it really is. I think yeah. that's uh uh-huh.
1: that, That's that's one of the more unique and interesting statue series that I, I think I've seen. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, I just think that's very cool. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I just think it' cool throwback. Cool throwback for that. So. Yeah. I, Uh, Also, continuing with the community stuff uh, on showreacon.com, they're continuing to keep publishing Lord Knight's writings on there. Uh, He's been writing some really cool stuff. Uh, you know about different things so the latest ones that he came out with is he explains frame data checklist stuff and uh, also talks about offense he started he, he had first started by putting these on Twitter longer and stuff like that right but uh, now he's he's putting it officially here and there's there's oh, just a lot of cool. really good information coming from him so check those out if you guys get a chance
1: that's awesome
0: yeah so and the last thing is i think you've seen this video Right. Um, uh,
1: I don't know. Stream wanted. Oh me to, yes, I have. Stream
0: wanted me to put this on, and and talk about it. Well, they wanted to see your reaction, but you. I've see. seen it. You've I thought it, it was already. funny. Yeah, it's 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 pretty it's pretty amazing. But uh, uh, a, a comedian within our midst. He also did uh, the hosting for Absolute Battle. He sure did. If I'm not mistaken. Right? You are not so, mistaken. Um, Ernesto Lopez Jr., a comedian within the FDC has made a recent video here. He's done a bunch of videos, yes. but this is his latest one, with which is entitled, FG Cheaters.
1: How the FGC cheats.
0: Exactly. So um you're going to play it? Sure. Let's play it well, on I stream know, for people. Yeah, so. Whatever you, whatever you want to do. <laughs> all right, all right, all right here, let's do this. Hey,
2: baby. Hey, baby. Hey, James. So, Did,
0: did you just say James? James who? James
2: who? Shen? James Shen? I don't know, ever since I saw him on EVO and he was crying and stuff, and he just seemed like such a sensitive guy, you know? I like that. I mean, who
0: doesn't? Shen is like the damn sweetheart of the FGC. His voice and his face is like an
1: angel, but that's besides the damn point.
2: Let's just go back to where we started. I promise I'll think
1: of you, and we'll just, you know, we'll start over.
2: Okay, baby, are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Blah, 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 subscribe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, it was funny. It was yeah, funny. Yeah, was...
2: shout-outs,
0: shout-outs to him. Shout-outs to Mr. Ernesto Lopez
1: Jr. I gave him a subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> he actually does a lot of little comedy skits based on the FGC. Yeah, so you should definitely check it out. Yeah. Um, on YouTube, Ernesto Lopez Jr. That's right. So check God, him out that's for sure.
0: <laughs> uh, it's a pretty funny stuff. So. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Anyways, that's um, so all I have from community news. Do
1: you have? want to talk about the real point of the show now. The real point of the show? Sure. We, we're now officially. T- I'm, I'm happy to pronounce. We're officially changing from FGC to All Blizzard Talk all the time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's right. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: Blizz Chen.
0: Blizz Chen.
1: Blizz yes. Chen. Basically, I've just been playing Blizzard games lately. I don't really know how this came about, but I've been playing like a butt ton of Hearthstone and I got the new StarCraft and I've been playing WoW as I have, you know, have been and
0: You've been trying to get to the Overwatch beta as well. Oh, I right? want the Overwatch beta so badly. Yeah,
1: oh, I don't know what the deal is, but somehow they like took over my video game life <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't uh, know man oh the warcraft movie trailer it looks pretty legit right
0: dude did it's made it? by the director of moon
1: which oh, is I, a yeah.
0: crazy crazy like tour I mean. director okay. kind of thing so he did that in source code all oh, right we talked about that because we were arguing about how source code ended
1: we did yes yeah. we did mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i think the movie looks good you know, they came out, of course, BlizzCon was last, maybe, what was it, a couple weeks ago now? Mm-hmm. I don't know. We haven't talked about it yet. Uh, it was cool.
0: I haven't played any Blizzard games. Is that enough? Yeah. Oh, no, that's not true. What's that? I have played one Blizzard game in my life. Oh,
1: I know which one you're going to say. The Lost Vikings? Yes. Yes. Great game. Great. It was a great game. Great game. Absolutely. Great game. Yeah, some of the new classes, or not the new, but they're, they're making mm-hmm. some changes to the classes in Warcraft that are interesting to me. I'm excited for them. I don't really care about HOTS. Heroes of the Storm is not my cup of tea, I don't think. Have you played Undertale yet?
0: (laughs) New weapons in Splatoon. New stages in Splatoon. Okay. Haven't had a chance to try that, but I'm going to try to play those very soon. So I definitely want to check
1: that out. I've never played Diablo ever.
0: I have played Diablo 2, actually. My friends wanted me to play that with them. I jumped on and played it, and I was like, this is Gauntlet.
1: Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's Gauntlet.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. I think it's the Same idea.
0: Yeah, I just really same wanted to shoot way. the food, but I couldn't because there was yeah. no food to shoot, so.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I have not played Undertale. I definitely need to play that, so. Uh,
1: yeah, I never got into Diablo. It just sounded boring to me, but... Uh, I'm not I'm not going to take StarCraft 2 seriously as like a competitive game. I'm basically mm-hmm. just going to get through the story cuz I know that I'm too bad. Oh, dude, can I tell you this? When I when I started up the new story mode StarCraft 2, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I lost to the computer like 5 times in a row. <laughs> like on the starting stage. Right. <laughs> that was Like, like there's, I mean, so, so there's like the starting, there's like the official start of it, which is like super baby mode, but there's like Uh a, a pre-start one that you can play Uh and it's like a little bit, Mm -hmm. a little bit tougher, but still, I mean, for somebody who used to like, RTS was my main genre for many years. So (laughs) So would you, would you
0: consider that one of your worst video game deaths ever?
1: Oh man, that might be one of my worst video game moments. Yeah.
0: Yeah. My, for me... I I will never forget this. Have you ever played Vagrant Story on the PlayStation? Um, I don't think so. So really, really complex, like Square Enix game. It was very very, Square game. It wasn't Enix Square Enix Uh at the time. I played that. I died to like one of the standard dungeon bats that was just like roaming around. Like you just just walked into it. No, well, I mean, it goes into a battle system, and I just sat there trying to fight it didn't realize oh you were
1: legit trying to oh yeah i
0: was trying to find it i was fighting because like the way the game system works but like dude it's super complicated and i just wasn't paying attention to my life meter and then i died and i was like i just died oh, to bat. the bat i Dang. just died to the bat the bat oh it was so bad so probably one of my worst um yeah a lot of people love vagrant story so problem with that game is they had a lot of great ideas But at the time, the game, the the consoles were not capable of carrying out what I think they wanted Uh. to do because they had all this crafting. You could do all this stuff with the weapons. But the problem with it was they stored all your weapons on the stupid PlayStation memory card. So it's like, I want to craft this weapon. Let me look at my chest. Loading the memory card. Do, right. do, 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 open up. Here's your items. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, close it. Boom. Memory card. Do, oh, do, 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 do. Boy. I mean, like, crafting was just, like, so painful. Like, you just couldn't do it. It sounds interesting. Yeah. Though. Okay. But they, they they couldn't quite get it because of the, the limitations of the system. So um, I really think at some point in time, like, they should try to release, like, a Vagrant Story HD. That would be so sick. Because mm. I never finished the game. I, never, I didn't get very far in it, to be honest with you, because I died to a bat. But, you know. <laughs> oh, man. Dang. But I haven't been playing anything recently. I finally have been playing Batman a little bit, and a lot of people are right. Driving oh, in that right, game is okay. such a pain. Oh, really? Yeah. The, the Batmobile stuff is really kind of mm,
1: janky. But What do you uh, feel about it overall?
0: It's. I mean, I love the original two Batman games. Yeah. So this one is just it's it's right there with it. So okay. I'm I'm having super fun with it. It's just it's just one of those games that I'm afraid if I stream, people are just gonna watch me like trying to like find Riddler tokens and stuff like that. I just don't know how exciting that's gonna be. I do want to keep streaming Transformers. Like someone asked me one time, like, have you beaten it since you streamed it? I haven't played it since I first streamed it. Mm-hmm. Like literally, I haven't touched the game. So yeah. Oh, okay. I am still playing Final Fantasy Record Keeper.
2: Oh,
1: you're, like, not, you're not playing it. You're, I'm you're cracking out on yeah, it. Yeah, I'm you know, cracking out, out on
0: that. that thing, dude. So, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I, I do oh. want to try Ori and the Blind Forest at some point in time. So. Oh, yeah, I think we need to. Yeah,
2: but it that's
0: an good. Xbox One game, so good luck well, with I'll that one. Well, do? <laughs> um, I do want to play Rise of the Tomb Raider really badly. Oh, that looks nice. Although I heard its sales are really bad right now. Really? Guess why? Because Microsoft paid them off to be a one-year time exclusive oh, on Xbox One. No. So I don't think anyone's buying it because no one owns the Xbox
1: One. Yikes.
0: So hopefully in a year when it comes out on PlayStation 4, it'll actually get some decent sales. So, But, uh, oh, Ori is on Steam now. Okay, cool, cool.
1: Wasn't it all, always on was Steam? Was it? Oh, I, I don't have know. no idea. Okay, I, I thought it was on Steam. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I really am playing a lot of Hearthstone. Here's why. You can play it while you're taking a dump. (laughs) Mm. You can play it while you are cooking food. Mm -hmm. You can play it while you are brushing your teeth. Mm
2: -hmm. You can play it while you're
1: walking outside. I know how that is. You can play it on the bus. I know how that is. And at any time, you can just get competition, and it's... You don't have to like. You can do it while checking email in the morning. mm
2: mm-hmm. Mhm. You know, is... you wake
1: up and you got some emails, and you're like, "All right, email." And then you play a game of Hearthstone, or not even a game. You like play a turn, and then somebody responds right. to you yeah. your email. And you're like, "Okay, blah blah blah." Yeah. Yep. That's time.
0: what that's what uh, my FFRK is basically. My Final Fantasy Record Keeper is your right. is my version of your Hearthstone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It,
1: uh. it's sort of like a niche that I had been looking for for a long time, and I tried out Hearthstone about a year ago. Maybe even before then, and uh, when it was new, and I just I really hated the like I like I try to play arena mode. There's like, different <laughs> modes. One of them is arena, where you construct a deck and it gives you all the cards, and you have to either pay a buck fifty, or have like how many points, like whatever right. my oh, points wow. are. And I didn't have any points, and I was like, "I'm not paying a buck fifty. Get out of here!" And <laughs> You're I was
0: paying a buck fifty.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I, I gave it up for like a year plus. Oh man! But, uh,
0: I'm surprised you don't have more Wii U games actually, because that's like the best console to play while taking a dump. Because I mean, you literally. Oh can no, just... You know
1: what? It's not for me because my bathroom is around the hall. It's like a little bit of. Oh a,
0: okay.
1: It loses connection. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's it's too that far sucks. away. That yeah.
2: sucks.
0: Okay. That or the DS is usually good for,
1: you know. Oh, yeah, definitely. I used to play the DS a lot. Right.
0: We've circled back to the butt gate topic, right? (laughs) Kind of have, I guess. (laughs) Because, I mean, nothing says butt gate more like pooping, so. (laughs) James,
1: no. 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 (laughs) DS equals dump (laughs) system. That's amazing, (laughs) Bob Wiley.
2: Thank you. Thank you. By the way, you I thought when
1: (laughs) you said cloud talk about cloud first. Uh Uh-huh. And then about nine. Uh-huh. I I thought you would order it like that to make a Cloud Nine joke.
0: You know the problem with it was even... a lot of people had already done it on Twitter. And yeah, I I just you just didn't wanna. It's it was
1: like is it one is it too easy?
0: It's one of the ones that's yeah. too easy. I mean it's like, it's so sad because I remember when they first announced the final Fantasy Seven remake, everyone was like oh my god I'm so crazy and I made the tweet like I was like my timeline is full of old men yelling about Cloud right now you know and everyone was like oh okay. And then when they announced Cloud for Nintendo, everyone made that joke. And I was like, okay, this, I'm done with this. I'm, I've moved past
1: this. Mm, the Simpsons.
0: I made that joke a long time ago when it was cool.
1: So Good, good work. Yeah. Good work.
0: I think I told the, the, the Sagat clown story on, on here, right? When Snake Eyes was like, how do you fight this? When it showed Sagat in the clown outfit. Yeah. And my response was, a circus clown? You fight him intently.
1: Oh, yeah. Right? Yes. And see, I thought that, that was, was super good. I that thought was that was like good. a, if that's not even like a you laugh at it pun. You're just like, yeah. <laughs> yes. right?
0: And so like I did that, and then everyone responded to me, quit clowning around, James. And I was like, that was the pun I did not want to make. Yeah, it's too easy. Because that's the obvious one. So I just, I you know, I was like, I'm just gonna do. I'm just gonna. Like, I was just so mad that that, yeah. that that was the response that everyone made. Yeah.
1: It, it, it has been cold in Los Angeles, actually. Like, sort of.
0: Oh, because we're all, like, thickly yeah, so dressed yeah, yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been in the
1: 50s, which is cold for us. And the it's been lower than that, like, in effective temperatures, because the wind has been nuts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There, there were gusts that were 60 miles an hour yesterday. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And there was a tornado in Central California, so... Was there? There was. Oh,
0: Jesus. Okay, I didn't even know. Man.
1: Not, like, real cold, but, like... You know, baby Southern California cold. Right, right. Yeah,
0: it's never really truly cold. Pretty
1: rarely. Yeah. So.
0: Okay. Anyways, uh, I'm out of topics. Except yeah,
1: I'm out of topics as well. You want to skedaddle?
0: Yep. Sounds good. I should probably go get myself some food.
1: This oh, man. I'm going to drive home and probably, like, play some Hearthstone.
0: While taking a dump?
1: No, no. Okay. You know, um, you know my my routine that I do before I go to sleep. Oh God. <laughs> so I have like all these back problems. And so as a result, oh, okay, in order okay. to set, and various whatever issues. Uh-huh. So I do like stretching and right. okay, sort okay. of like yoga ish stuff uh-huh. to like make it so that my neck doesn't fall off. Um, And while I do that, it's super easy to play Hearthstone, man. It's super easy. Okay, yeah, I got (laughs) you. It is super
2: easy to do. Okay, okay. All right,
1: thanks a lot, everybody, for watching. Appreciate it. We'll be back next Tuesday, I guess. You might see our faces before then in some other media. Hopefully. 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 But we'll see.
2: All right. All right, folks. Have a good one.